0: What the f*** happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this
1: thing. All right, the morning after has a begun. As we pick up the pieces, following a Monday night beatdown, a throttling, a rout. An embarrassment as the uh, San Francisco 49ers absolutely uh, humiliate uh, the Cleveland Browns. And uh, you know what the Cleveland Browns looked like last night? The Cleveland Browns. As uh, you know, the Browns have not won back-to-back road games dating back to 2002. Uh, that's right. That's something else uh, Baker Mayfield uh, forgot to tell uh, GQ in, uh, in that interview. All right. Let's roll. Um, it's the uh, Tuesday morning edition of the morning after. I'm Renzi, Midtown Manhattan. Get on the grid, Zumo TV channel 719, uh, as well. Uh, we got a pretty cool show uh, today, actually, West Coast uh, style. Howard Bender's gonna step up, but I'm a big fan of uh, Howard Bender. Uh, Bender will join us to talk some uh, some football, some betting, some fantasy, uh, everything else in between with Howard Bender, and we're, we've got uh, we've got some. Um, some big-time names on the show today, besides Joe Ranieri. What's going on, Joe?
2: What's going on, Gabe? A lot of uh, – that game was so close for like a minute and a half last night, and then uh, then that was the end of it.
1: Yeah, Cleveland were in it until uh, basically the national anthem was over, and then uh, <laughs> things went downhill uh, from there rather quickly oh, uh, last night. The only thing – listen, the only thing more frustrating than losing money on a game is losing money on a game – on betting on a team that you know blows and in which you would really enjoy watching them fail. Right. (laughs) Like, nobody's really more anti-Cleveland Brown than I have been for the most part as far as my Baker Mayfield takes. But last night, I ran to the window, literally and figuratively, uh, to take uh, Cleveland. I took the over... And listen, that wasn't my biggest bet of the year or anything on the Cleveland Browns. But right. like I didn't get the over. I didn't get the Baker Mayfield prop. I didn't get the in-game over. It turned into an 0-4 disaster. And uh, I blame Freddie Kitchens and mm. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Yeah, the offensive line blows. But whatever, every offensive line sucks in the NFL. All right? That's life in the NFL. <laughs> You've got to deal with it. Ask Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Russell
3: Wilson. Yep. Yeah.
4: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now
5: 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. tablet or computer type in the address bar money now 100.com that's money now the number 100.com
6: i had
7: great results i lost 70 pounds i weighed 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it a lot of people say to me how did you lose the weight i said i take andro 400 every day and i'm gonna take it forever
8: that was walt talking about andro 400 now listen to what bob has to say to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com
1: All right, let's do it. Uh, the morning after, a Tuesday edition. Let's roll. I am Renzi, Midtown Manhattan. Joe and Ari in uh, Miami, Florida. And uh, we mentioned we had some big names uh, on the show. Uh, we've got Paulie Shore uh, going to be joining us in about a half an hour's uh, time. And uh, unless he gets lost like uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke Burns uh, did. Oh, sorry, Brooke Burke. I can't believe you guys like actually like were like oh it's a major difference between Brooke Burke and Brooke Burns but nevertheless, uh, Polly Shore will be joining us along with Chris Kattan. Uh, Chris Kattan, a uh, member of Saturday Night Live when it was actually funny. Uh, so uh, Chris Kattan uh, will join us. Polly Shore will step up and in. And if you're wondering why the hell is uh, Polly Shore and Chris Kattan joining us, it's a very good question actually. It's a legitimate question. Uh, because, of course, it makes sense that Pauly Shore and Chris Kattan would be, for one reason or another, uh, partaking in a family feud, a celebrity edition tour. Uh, Pauly Shore and Chris Kattan. And, Joe, uh, whenever we have these actors, comedians, or actresses on, you normally get pretty excited. So I'm hoping that you've got a couple of questions for them.
2: Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing for either of these two guys. I I, uh, I certainly don't have a highlight film like I had for uh, for Brooke Burke there yesterday. But I do happen to enjoy uh, Chris Kattan and Night at Roxbury. So I'll center my stuff around that for him.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best, you know, considering. That's well, the was,
2: last time he was actually funny. So, yeah, was, that would be good to go.
1: It was a movie from, like, you know, 25 years ago. I'm really not yeah. sure if that's. Right, I'll, I'll handle it, Joe. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Unless it's a girl, I guess we pretty much, well, yeah. yeah unless it's like it's, quality, it's a woman, Joe really doesn't have too much to say. So... Um, the family feud. Um, so the Cleveland Browns go down uh, last night. And uh, Richard Sherman, unimpressed uh, with Baker Mayfield. And I'd say uh, justifiably so. And, you know, basically every National Football League player is starting to say the exact same things that I said during the entire offseason, in which it sounds cliched because you would figure, well, Richard Sherman's already fired up for the game, so what does it matter? Oh, he's more fired up now. Um, You know, that that Nick Bosa is going to be more enthusiastic about murdering the quarterback uh, than he normally is. Funny, because when he destroyed Ben Askren, he said, yeah, I purposely sort of like hurt him on purpose because he talks so much. And he said, if you're going to run your mouth that much, I'm going to go out of my way to really mess you up. And Ben Askren said, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. He was going to try to mess me up anyways, whether I was nice to him or not. We're in the octagon. And, you know, I understand Ben's point. But. There's an expression, don't poke the bear, right? And people, that's the point. Athletes are already fired up. They don't need added enthusiasm. It's called bulletin board material for a reason. So, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time, and I try to not to, but the kid needs to be called out for what he is, a fraud. So, you know, you have to call a fraud a fraud. If we don't call Baker Mayfield a fraud, I'm being irresponsible. So Richard Sherman uh, went up to shake Baker Mayfield's hand before the game, before the game. uh, Baker Mayfield refused to shake his hand. Richard Sherman says, what's amazing and annoying was him not shaking hands before the game. That's some college uh, BS. Uh, It's ridiculous. Yeah, we're all trying to get psyched up with shaking hands with your opponent. That's NFL etiquette. And when you pull that Bush League stuff, that's disrespectful to the game. And believe me, that's going to get us fired up. Oh, yeah, Richard Sherman picked off like the second pass of the game. (laughs) Um, He goes on to say, respect the game. Uh, You can have rivals, but pay respect in that moment, especially when you're young. He hasn't earned anything in this league. How many games has he he won? He's acting like he's the MVP from last year. If Mahomes did that, it would be one thing. But he would never do that. He has too much respect for the game. When you see a guy who doesn't, you humble him every chance you get because eventually he will have respect for the league or he will be out of it. Mm. Uh, Sherman goes on to talk about Daniel Jones even. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, when people are like, oh, he's only ripping this guy. No, no. Everybody Mm -hmm. feels that. It's a league. It's a league. It's a collective. It's a league. So Sherman even goes on. Um, Sherman even goes on to mention Baker Mayfield's slight of Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. There's no reason for him to say and do those things, especially given how little he's accomplished. That's <laughs> where he's going to have to grow up. He might get there, but he has a long way to go. Uh-huh. Um, can we get the clip? Do You have the clip of uh, Bosa in the room after the game in which he could not have clowned and punked uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, any more than he did. If somebody in the pit can, uh, yeah, can uh, get that uh, put together. So yeah, Bosa. I, I got should, it. You want to hear it? Yeah, I should have. I should have thought about this about that Oklahoma stuff because mm-hmm. Bosa is the type of guy that's psychotic enough to still care about college. Yeah. Most guys would be like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm a pro now. Like, but no, no, not Bosa. He's a psycho. So yeah, let's let's hear Bosa. This is Bosa
7: after the game about Baker. I was kind of trying to
10: talk. I don't usually talk, but this game, he had it coming. So, but he didn't say one word back. So. Well, what would you say? Just an example. I don't know. I was just screaming his name, like Baker, <laughs> Baker, you good? Come on, pick it up. We want a challenge. Yeah. Stuff like
9: that. So this was throughout the game,
7: not just. On yeah, floor. and he was just looking at me like. <laughs>
1: Baker. Yeah. Um, Baker. And this goes back to Baker Mayfield acting like a jackass (laughs) at Oklahoma. And now he pays for it a year later. Um, Or two years later, even more so, two years later. And I guarantee you, there's a long list of other dudes that are like, hey, I don't like this, I don't like that. And you want to act like a jackass. People are going to treat you like a jackass, Baker. And now you're getting punked after the game. Bosa's a rookie, and he's trolling you and laughing at you, saying how you troll, how he trolled you all game, and you wouldn't look him in the eye. You were looking down, looking around everywhere. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be happening to a better person than Baker Mayfield right now, in my opinion. The only thing that makes me so upset about this is I had money on it. <laughs> Over 257 yards. He couldn't hit 157 yards. He had 100 yards passing. Yeah. He completed eight passes. I didn't go down. Beckham had the longest completion of the night. All right, we can talk about his jackassdom, him. And I just invented that word jackassdom. him. Yeah. Um. We can talk about that all we want, but we haven't even gotten into his play on the field, which is it's beyond bad. It's basically it's Johnny Manziel. I tweeted this out a couple of weeks ago. He's a sober Johnny Manziel, bro. Mm -hmm. Like he has no speed. He has no arm strength. His accuracy is off. He's not fast enough to elude anything in the pocket. It's, you know, I'm not saying this just because or whatever, because he's a dickwad. I'm just saying this out of fact that he's not fast enough to elude anybody in the pocket. He can't buy time in the pocket. He can't roll out. He's not fast enough. Defensive linemen track him down. You saw last night, like, it's like, da, 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 and he gets, it just collapses on him. And he's not big enough to stand in the pocket. <laughs> so he stands in the pocket, and what happens? A. The pass gets batted in the air. B, it gets intercepted. He throws off his back foot. He can't see. He gets intercepted. Both of which happened numerous times last night. Um, Bosa went on to talk about how, you know, he said that Baker actually brought it up. He goes, it's laughable that he thought he'd be able to see over our defensive line. He started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And he basically said, he goes, Baker couldn't see over our guys. (laughs)
11: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Imagine this is your money and
5: someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do?
11: 800 932 That's eight hundred nine three two seventeen forty nine.
2: So who wants to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? If you do, well, use the most accurate projections in fantasy football. That's right. The fantasy pros, they have independently rated Daily Roto, the number one accurate projection system to the start of the 2019 fantasy football season. You can let the most accurate projections in DFS take you to the next level. Save 10% now, promo code ACTION, and you can become Daily Roto's eighth daily fantasy millionaire. Just head over to DailyRoto.com forward slash premium to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash premium. Promo code is ACTION, and you'll get a 10% uh, 10 discount on the most accurate DFS projection system available. And remember, DailyRoto.com, it's where millionaires are made.
1: All right, thank you very much, Uh, Joe Ranieri. I'm Morenzi, Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Um, So Cleveland Browns uh, get throttled uh, last night. Uh, Baker Mayfield refuses to shake uh, Richard Sherman's hand before the game. And I'm sure that there are some people – I'm sure there are some people out there they are going to say, well, that's good. I hate how everyone's so friendly, and I hate how everyone hugs each other before these games, and he's a competitor – and there's all this other stuff, but didn't he, like, grab his crotch and give the finger to people in Kansas because they didn't shake his hand? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yep. Like, didn't he actually do that? And yep. you remember the Ohio State stuff, and I hate Ohio State, so I don't care. Like, screw them, too. But I remember, he like, he apologized, and then after, I never really applied not really mean that. And, like, I don't know. Like, you know, never mind the fact he's a bad quarterback. He's just a jerk. He's a jerk. And as Richard Sherman said, he's going to get humbled real fast. And players in the NFL seem to enjoy humbling him right now, Joe.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's been the problem from day one is that, you know, people applaud him for being, well, at least he's authentic. At least he's up front. Yeah, he's authentically a tool bag. And the problem in the NFL is that guys like Bosa and others, they don't forget. They don't like being showed up by guys that have a track record of nothing. Like he said, if it's Mahomes doing one thing, it's, Paul, it's Mahomes. In their mind, he's earned the respect to do that kind of stuff. But, you know, even then, they don't expect it from guys like Mahomes. Who the hell are you to come into this league in two years and think you're just going to dictate exactly what's going on, which is the way he comes across? Well, Perception's he's, everything.
1: He's now played 18 games in a National Football League. Yep. 18 games. He's 8-10. and 10. He's he's 8 and 10. I guess there's a tie in there, right? Uh he's 8 he's 8 and 10. So, he has a losing record. This year he has four touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. and eight interceptions. Um let's go to his quarterback uh, rating here because rating is pretty much, you know, the, the the thing. Yards are nothing. I look at the passing yards. Matt Ryan has the second most passing yards this year. Yeah, right. right? Is Matt yeah. Ryan having a good year this year? right like passing yards everything no you have a good you know, exactly you have passing yards because your team's down by 50 every week um so i'm just looking at uh the rating here and um anyway you know there's two of them there's the flashy rtg rating and there's the qbr one Ah. and the qbr one is sort of the 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 real one that teams use like you know that's the the most bang on it takes into, you know, it even takes into um, into account who you played and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But either way, they're all correlated for the most part. Um, but I'll tell you what, you have to do a lot of scrolling on this page, Joe, to find Baker Mayfield's name. <laughs> As I look at, uh, I look at the ratings. Russell Wilson, 126.3. Does Russell Wilson have a good offensive line? Russell Wilson's running for his life on every play. Russell Wilson also has a horrible play caller. Mm. They call horrible plays in Seattle. He's running for his life. He still gets it done. You know why? Because he's a real star. Because he's a real stud. Uh, Second. Second highest rated quarterback in the league. Deshaun Watson. Mm. It's funny because his offensive line's a train wreck too. So it's just funny, like, the the Baker apologists, the offensive line. And I get it. The offensive line does suck. Yet, that was the same thing we heard with Eli Manning last year. Well, (laughs) if he had time. Well, if Kirk Cousins had time. You don't get time in the NFL. Tom Brady doesn't even get time. That's why they get rid of the ball quickly. It's just other people are too stupid to figure it out. Like, we'll get to Freddie Kitchens as well in his play calling. Uh, but we go down the list. Third-rated quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Fourth-rated quarterback. Got to tip your cap to this kid, Joe. He's 4-0 and straight up and against the spread, actually. Kyle Allen. Yeah. Kyle Allen's <laughs> got a QB uh, rating of 107.4. Uh,
2: Who saw that coming?
1: Dak Prescott, 106. Gardner yeah. Minshew, 105. Um, so, you know, we go down, 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 down. <laughs> You can't, you can't make that's, this up. For that's a kid two rookies
2: in the top seven, by the way. We still haven't gotten to Baker Mayfield's name.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's Marcus Mariota. Well, I don't know how his rating's that high. I got to I gotta be honest. Okay. This is one where it's bogus because it's 103, but his QBR is 37. Oh. Yeah, the QBR one's the real one. Um, And ba- Baker Mayfield's Q- – okay, Baker Mayfield's rating is 68.5. Hmm. So that is nearly half of what Russell Wilson is. So he's 68.5. To put in context, Wilson 126, Watson 115, Mahomes 114, Allen 107, Dak Prescott 106, Gardner Minshew 105, Marcus Mariota 103, Matthew Stafford 102, Mason Rudolph 102, Kirk Cousins 100, Teddy Bridgewater 99, Tom Brady 99.4. All right, so... That's the uh, the other rating. The, the QBR one's more accurate. Russell Wilson, 76.6. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, 70. Mahomes, 79.6. Uh, Doc Prescott, 80.6. Gardner Minshew, only 51.3 in this one. Um, you know what uh, Baker Mayfield's uh, QBR is? 33.4. 33.4! 33. 4. <laughs> 33. <laughs> 33. Like, to put in context... Eli Manning's was 43.7 before he got benched. There you go. Eli Manning's QBR rating was 78.7 before he got benched, which leads me into Odell. Hey, Odell, you missed New York yet, bro? <laughs> Daniel Jones is the quarterback now. Yeah. He's zinging passes around everywhere. And you're stuck in Cleveland as a third option behind Nick Chubb and uh, Jarvis Landry. You're catching about two balls a week. And uh, don't worry, though. They give you a handoff for a, a sweep every now and then, too, bro. <laughs> like,
2: but you got a really sweet watch, though. He's got a sweet watch.
1: Like, it's a disaster for Odell. You want to get in Odell's numbers. And they're getting worse on a weekly basis. Like, now yes, they are. it's multiple weeks in a row, 20 yards, 27 yards. He's quitting on routes. You saw his little clown show on the punt return. And for the love of God. You're losing 31-3 <laughs> with four yep. minutes left, and you have Odell Beckham, a guy who, like, snapped his leg in half last year, returning punts. Brilliant. I thought, Brilliant. I, I'm like, I, is this even real? hmm And I think Odell, Odell was probably like, yeah, all right, when they, when they rolled him out there, and that's why yeah. he, he took Monday the night. ball and he ran backwards, and he was like, ah. The ball got knocked loose. He didn't go. He was like, all right. All right. like he's probably thinking, all right, guys, you're gonna send me out there to return a punt? I'll, I'll show you what I'm gonna do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good he, for my brand. He goes backwards and fumbles the ball. Like if Odell Beckham would have gotten hurt on that play last night, Freddie Kitchens gets fired. Yeah. Like um there the whole thing, like yeah, I could we, I can spend three hours on this. You know, Not just Baker Mayfield, but Baker, you blow, bro. You mm. blow. And the thing is, you know, you freak out when people, you know, like you said, I just tell it like it is. Yeah. All right, well, we're telling it like it is. You suck. You're overrated. Yep. And you made one of the biggest mistakes anybody in show business, entertainment, athletics uh, can do. You believe your own headlines. Yeah, you bought your own hype like he you know, what I mean, it's like a, it's not yep. a lie. If you, like he believes the crap that he says. And, you know, instead of instead of gearing up and and preparing and knowing deep inside, yeah, I got a lot of work to do in this league, man. These guys are pretty big. Mm. Instead, you did the I'm so great tour. And uh, here we are now. And the thing is with the Browns. He doesn't have anybody to help them out of this. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, if, if they had a real team, a real coach, it could be like, all right, you, you know, we talked about this in the offseason. They would have told him, you need to shut up. You need to shut yeah. up. And you know what? We're not even giving you the job. We got another guy battling with you here. <laughs> right? Like, you know, it doesn't work like this in the NFL. Yet, they rolled over. The kid won one game against a team with a winning record, and it was early in the year when Baltimore was like one game over 500 and it's his only other win. He's beat Baltimore twice. And they hired a clown coach in Freddie Kitchens that is nowhere near qualified. Freddie Kitchens isn't qualified to be a college coach. Like, he would be ill-prepared if you dropped him on a Big Ten sideline with a headset on. He's not a coach. You see Mm -hmm. the entire game. He's staring at his chart. He's not even paying attention to the game. He does the same plays over and over and expects different results. He's not a coach. So he's a fanboy. He's a yes man to Baker Mayfield. They got rid of Zampezi. They got rid of Greg Williams. They got rid of guys that had been in the league before. Mm -hmm. Is Odell Beckham going to help Baker? Mm -hmm. What's what's he going to do? You know what I mean? Like... And what, what can Freddie Kitchens do? They don't have any internal anything to step up. They've given all the power to this kid. Yep. It's a train wreck there.
2: Oh, yeah. And by the way, you got Seattle coming to town and then New England. How does two and five sound to start the year, guys?
1: Yeah, everyone's like, oh, they're going to bounce back because it's a classic spot. No, they're not. Seattle's going no, to beat not.
2: them. And Seattle's got extra rest, by the way. They played Thursday.
1: Seattle will be, like, the next line of people. Now it'll be Clowney's turn to say, I don't like him. (laughs) And uh, Odell's going to snap soon. Oh, yeah. Probably by the end of the week, actually.
12: You'll see.
15: Your story. Go
0: to gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing. It's
1: amazing. You can never go wrong with ACDC. All right, morning after rolls on. I'm Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Uh, but we got a couple of badasses to bring on uh, right now. And uh, like ACDC, old school, but A C D C still getting it done on the road, as is uh, Pauly Shore and Chris Kattan. This is pretty cool to have both of them off at the same time. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us.
7: You're getting devil team Family Feud style.
1: Let's do this, yeah, man. Well. And listen, my my memories of Family Feud are of, like, Richard uh, Dawson, like, groping housewives and stuff. Like, he'd get Me too now, wouldn't he? <laughs> it would be like... Yeah, the host of Family Feud's got to stop touching the uh, the contestants so much. Yeah,
7: you yeah, can't do uh, you can't do that. We just stay for, we stay afar, just a little bit of high fives and some, you know, <laughs> to
16: keep
7: it low key. Yeah, yeah, yeah you stand we back. Can water. I think we're allowed to offer them water. So the
1: you know what? I looked up. I looked up. All right, Polly Shore, Chris Kattan, and it seems like you have multiple projects together. I know, uh, Chris, you did Polly's uh, podcast at at the Comedy Store. Ah, uh, Paulie. You know you've got a movie, Chris. Uh, you've done movies, uh, but uh, how how did this uh, celebrity dude live tour come together, and um, how are you guys are working together so much uh, right now? Has this it been was, a long time it was coming.
7: Like spin the bottle, you know, and it landed yeah, on landed on him. <laughs> yeah, the producers gave me a bottle, and I spun it, and there was a whole bunch of people, and then it went on Chris's name, and I was like, let's do this.
16: Yeah. I was the only one there that day
1: though, so that was <laughs> Right. <laughs> so tell us tell us tell us about it uh live. So you're both team captains. Cause I'm like, yeah you guys not in the same family. Yeah. So you're both team captains. Walk us through this a little bit and people that attend the events get to come up and, and play, right? That that's the way this thing works. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That
7: is
16: how it works. You know, we're going to do uh 23 shows in 22 cities that were a period of 27 days, and uh, we started off in Jersey. And uh, yeah, very much like the show that you see, you know, Celebrity Family Feud or Family Feud. It's very much like that, and uh, except we choose people from the audience to participate. And uh, Polly and I are captains of a separate team, so we we'll would be playing against each other, which will be good because we uh, we don't have a lot of
7: partners for each other. So it'll really be
1: perfect. Who's smarter? Yep. Like, who's the better player? Like, if you guys were... If I was going to bet, because, listen, we're degenerate gamblers here, if me and Joe were going to bet on this, Team Polly or Team Chris, who should I be betting on, Polly? Yes, well, you.
7: obviously obviously Team Chris. Wow, that's nice of you. Yeah, and then <laughs> I go in and I Planya Hardy him and with the two-by-four right to the legs. <laughs>
17: Damn.
7: <laughs> and I'll be that's wearing... That- uh, which is the outfit I'll be wearing on
16: Halloween because we'll be uh, <laughs> doing that game. I'll be wearing a Tanya Harding outfit. Well, be yeah. Ice, ice skater outfit, so that'll be a lot of fun.
7: Um, I just think that they were doing the show with Alonzo Bowden for a while, and they really liked it, but they wanted to flare it up a little. So I guess the producers were interested in having Chris and I kind of be on the stage and mess around. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Chris and I are comics, and. And uh, there's going to be tons of people in the audience and tons of people on stage, and they want to kind of utilize us to, to just kind of create a good time. Everyone gets to win money, or not everyone, but people get to win money at the end. You can win up to five thousand dollars. So it's it's kind of like a, a circus. I call it like a traveling circus, and with you know people having a good time, and uh, I don't know, Alonzo's gonna, he's like the he's like the. uh the person in charge to keep the party, keep the party moving. But who knows? I mean, we might go in the audience. I don't know what's going to happen between me and Chris, you know. Yeah, Joe? We're, we're definitely yeah. going to have a lot of fun, though. Uh,
2: let me ask you guys, how much does it suck today being actual comics when everyone gets offended every 30 seconds with something you say? Like, you guys worry about that doing the show at all? Like, oh, my God, I don't want to say the wrong thing and offend somebody?
16: Um, I'm not. Concern. I don't usually say anything that's pretty uh provocative um, I'm more self-deprecating if there's something provocative about me and my own uh, anxiety then uh, then, then my, my, I might be in trouble but uh I don't think uh I mean
11: you I, can I, only I,
1: offend I, yourself Chris I'm that's mostly, what yeah, you're no, saying no,
16: <laughs> you, can get you can only get offend yourself self. right yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly I can only offend myself which I will be doing I'm sure yeah what I know Paulie might, he... might lose I don't
1: know now, you've been in the comedy game, Your, you know, your mother and your your family in the comedy game your whole life. And, you know, you've seen it all, man. You grew up watching Richard Pryor and and watching, like, the edgiest of the edgiest stuff. But what was your take on the dude that got hired and then fired by SNL? And there really is a difference between just kind of being a, a racist jerk. They're like, well, my jokes, I'm provocative. They weren't really jokes. I totally support edgy stuff. I don't get offended, but... I don't know how he got hired in the first place, guys. To be honest with you,
7: that would be a Chris well, question. I don't know. I, I mean, that's, that's Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. That's his. That's his domain.
16: Well, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's ever been a a priority to check people's past. You know, and go through everything they've ever said and their stand-up shows and podcasts and stuff. You know, but I guess that's a a thing that is. Uh, important now you know before hiring someone i guess you know because people like to dig into things now and it's a different day and age um but you know i'm sure the guy was funny otherwise but uh you know it's we're just in a different day and age but i think paulie and i both aren't uh people that uh you know say anything provocative and our style of comedy is fun and interacting with people which is exactly why this show is a Family
7: Feud, is so much fun. You know. Yeah, we're gonna try to keep it PG-13. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't expect or, yeah, I'm not... is that. Yeah. No. <laughs> if I'm going to see Family Feud fam- Celebrity it's Edition. A
7: fam- it's a family show. It's a family, yeah. it's gonna be a family uh, show when we take it on the road. And yeah. And you know, the the thing is about the entertainment business. There's a lot. You know, you just have to uh, shift into whatever it is that you're doing. If you're doing a dirty scene, you you you're dirty. If you're working clean, you're working clean. Both Chris and I have been doing this for a long time, so we're going to adapt to whatever the energy is that Alonzo puts out there, and just kind of create fun. And we just want to make people laugh. That's what we're coming in there for. So,
2: so know yeah, your audiences. Is know the room.
7: <laughs> yeah, we get to play with them. i
16: are going to be working with the audience. You know, they're going to be contestants from the audience, so that's going to be our team. So, uh, but frankly, I think it's going to be. If I knew that this show was coming to town with Polly and I, I would, uh, I would go. Or at least with you. I don't know if I'd go if I was there. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, bro. Wait, whoa. We're a team,
7: dude.
16: I said self-deprecating. I'm self-deprecating, not political. All
1: right, before we get you out of here, I'm seeing a picture going all the way back. It's like Polly Shore and Chris Kattan, 2001 MTV uh, Music Awards. You guys are like on the red carpet uh, oh, okay. star- starting it up there. So have you guys been, like, good friends for a long time? Or is this, like, a random shot I, from 2001? How far is your I friendship Chris, go back?
7: I met Chris probably years ago. I, maybe it was through Chris Rock or Spade or I don't know one of these guys. I mean, me and Chris, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to give our ages, but we're probably around the same age, right?
16: I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I grew up watching you, a little, you know, when you were on MTV, but I think we are the same age. I mean, you were, you know, I, I think... Weren't so. you still kind of even, I, I, Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get away the same age. But, you know, I grew up... I think we were the same age when I was so watching,
1: We know so you so guys aren't in your 20s, before, all right?
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we were in our 20s, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, we met around, you know, with, with that group. And, and I've always yeah. loved Chris's comedy, and I've always loved his movies. And I always thought he was funny. And when... I think in our business with comedians when we see each other at a party or a club or a premiere and there's a a mutual kind of respect for each other. I think we Mm kind of just, we just kind of run to each other and say hi and give each other hugs. And, and there's a a genuine, genuine kind of like that we have for each other and respect and, and, you know, that's it, I guess. Right. Yeah.
15: I disagree,
7: but you know,
1: <laughs> we wish we wish you guys the best of luck.
16: He's right,
1: you know. Oh, uh, thank you. We wish you yeah the best of luck uh, with uh, with this uh, tour. So what what cities up uh, next? Like, of course, we're in New York. You guys mentioned Jersey. Are you doing in New York City? I see you got some Florida shows coming up. Do you guys know where where you have coming up next? Um,
7: it's where's it? Alabama, it's Florida, it's the, uh, upstate New York, right? Yeah. Yeah.
11: I we're going to be more.
7: on buses. It's going to be a good circus.
11: Yeah,
16: the tour can bus. If you go to uh, uh, you can see all the dates there. You know. Perfect. And see specifically when we're coming to town. Hey, good uh, stuff. Awesome. You can
7: go that way. People know.
1: Familyfeudlive. Yeah, com.
7: Our social media. On, on our social media as well, obviously. Yeah.
1: So. Thank you, Polly. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Best of luck uh, with the tour. You're welcome. And uh, continue kicking ass. Thanks for Thank the time, you. guys.
7: Later, dude. Good morning.
1: There's uh, Pauly Shore and uh, Chris Kattan uh, mm. with us. You didn't get a uh, Roxbury uh, question in there, uh, did
2: you? No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, I didn't. Uh, he didn't that seem too happy
1: right. about even a reference of SNL, to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't happy. Well, wow, that's already, you know, that's his, uh, that's his domain. It's like, all right, all right. okay. It wouldn't even sound like he wanted anything to do with SNL, actually. Uh, but I do, looking at this, th- it actually does look pretty funny. I mean, I, I know... Uh, Alonzo Bowden. I've seen him before. I've seen his stand-up. He's actually a really funny guy. So it's uh it it should actually be pretty cool.
1: So Alonzo Bowden. You know what? When they first said it, I was thinking it was uh it was Carlton. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. Yeah. Alfonso? Al- Al- Alfonso, yes, yeah. <laughs> so this is Alonzo. What's what's so what's, Alonzo Bowden. What's Carlton's Alon- name? Uh Alphonse
2: Soriano, is it? No, Alphonse Barrio?
3: Ribeiro? Yeah, yeah.
2: R- that's Ribeiro, closer.
3: that's it. Yeah. What is it, Sean? No, no, I think you're closer. I I mess it up, too. It's uh, Ribeiro. Ribeiro, yeah.
1: Ribeiro. I have no idea. I just sort of know him as Carlton.
4: Me too. That's and like I pictured
1: old. Carlton as someone that would be on a kind of a show like this, too. <laughs> so Alonzo Bowden. Yeah, I'm sure it's... He, uh, Alonzo
2: Bowden was a guy that finished on... Uh, there used to be a TV show called um, The Last Comic Standing. It used oh, to be yeah, on NBC. Yeah, yeah. He, that's where he came. That's how he kind of broke in. He's been on the circuit forever, but that's that's kind of where uh, kind of made him there because he ended up winning that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm just saying, like, if yeah, like how they're like, oh no, no, this is this is as plain as it gets. <laughs> no, <laughs> we like, don't. Wow. I don't say anything controversial. Not exactly like, making I'm, me want to run so down definitely. to the theater here. Like, I went to see Sinbad, <laughs> and even Sinbad talked about doing hookers. Like, exactly. You know, like,
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Let's get Sinbad on the show, actually, Sean. Sinbad is funny as hell. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. No, no, yeah. Like, I remember I went to see Sinbad in Vegas, and I was like, I'm like, man, I want to see Sinbad. I'm like, what? It's gonna be a bunch of Cosby jokes. Funny. Mm-hmm. Sinbad comes out, and the first thing he talks about, he goes, you know, 20 years ago, uh, I used to. First thing I would do when I got to Vegas was uh, call my cocaine dealer, and then a couple of hookers. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> he's like, now I'm going to CVS. I'm getting some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> like, <laughs> funny, he's like, the show ended at like 10.30. He's like, I'm not kidding, MFs. He's like, I'm going. He goes, you come. You want more jokes? He goes, I'll be playing the slots for about an hour, and then I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, he was awesome. very... Every, uh, he was great. He had everyone in stitches, man. What I liked, was- too, was bam, 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 and then, boom, the show was over. Yep. Like, a lot of these... Some of the comedians drone on. He basically said, hey, thanks for coming. You're here to gamble. It was a little more than an hour. You don't need more than that, right? You don't want to yeah. spend two hours with a dude and, you know, the jokes. Stuck. An hour is a little more than an hour, Sinbad. He shut it down, and he, and he even did. He really went out into the pit, and he said, he want to come up and hang, whatever, I'll be playing the slots. Um, I saw a lot of the comedians uh, in Vegas. Funny dude, actually.
2: man. Sinbad's good dude.
1: Uh, Sinbad is worth seeing live. Yep. If you think, ah. Most comedians are edgier live. Yes. Except that Except Wayne for- Brady guy. He's not that edgy live. I've seen no, him. No, no. Extremely Whiter talented. my ass. Yes. But very clean cut. Yeah.
12: Use as directed. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match just go to sportsgrid.com slash dk to play that's sportsgrid.com slash dk act quickly this offer won't be around forever gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over new jersey only eligibility restrictions apply see website for details
0: Game time decisions.
12: When I sent the tweet to someone check on Gabe after the block punt. I didn't punt, was that, that wasn't a shot at the Bills. It was more of a joke to make sure you're okay. Someone could have said that to me. <laughs> no, in no, any, no, 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 no I didn't You take, took I that really, like that.
0: personally. Yeah, you guys are like, you took that no, I, did I didn't take it personally. No, no, I didn't. I didn't that's, take that's that. that, when tweet tweet it that like, but that's when you made the uh, tweet back that I never, uh, I never tweeted about the Buffalo Bills. was Now lie. Never in game. You never said, oh, don't ass.
13: Determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace.
4: radio news with Chris Barnes
18: the Trump administration blocking
19: European Union ambassador Gordon Sundland from testifying in the
0: what the f- happened last night you find out the morning after
1: let's do this thing All right, morning after continues. We're in a level two. Uh, you know, I don't want to go on and on and on about this. Next thing you know, we're going to I'm going to end up being banned. But, um, you know, my voice is known on this and I'm pretty clear. Number one, I've lost a ton of respect for the commissioner of the NBA. Number two. I think uh, you NBA players are all gutless cowards. For the most part, we'll see if any of you step up. But the fact that none of you have already is pretty much case in point that you're not going to because each and one of you. It's the same thing, like I said, with Saudi Arabia and stuff, right? People will talk about doing the right thing until there's a dollar sign. Everybody has a price, including the NBA. So it is what it is, you know, and honestly... Should we be looking to Kyle Lowry for uh, social world leadership? No. Hmm. No, we shouldn't. But, you know, next time you step up, LeBron, and start squawking about something, bro, you have no moral authority. You have no soapbox. You will. I'm sure on your stupid show, The Shop or whatever, that you ripped off uh, from, uh, the, you know, the real shop show, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, you'll have a lot of, Hot takes on social issues like you do every week. But it's funny how you Mm -hmm. got no hot take on this, Joe. It's actually pretty pathetic.
2: It's shocking to me, too, when you think about it, guys. Here we are in a day and age in 2019 where one tweet has completely turned the NBA, a billion-dollar organization, upside down on its head. One tweet in today's day and age has caused this. It's crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. That's
1: power. Wow, look at this. Why NBA star LeBron James is a player in the U.S.-China trade war discussions. The National Basketball Association has more than a dozen media partnerships and license agreements in China, including a five-year, $500 million uh, TV deal.
2: One tweet put all of it in jeopardy. One. <laughs> Amazing.
1: And it goes on here about... Uh, LeBron James and uh, different partnerships and deals that he has in China. So Billions. I think we're finding out why LeBron is going to stay silent this week. Yeah. Nowhere to but be don't back. worry. He'll Daily, rip on Learn the NCAA. NCAA. Learn from the game's
0: best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRodo.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
13: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40...
4: Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text youth to 321321. That's Y O U T H to 3221. Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest models
8: and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you gotta play more and pay 888-400-435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
1: It's pretty crazy, Joe. I'm reading here. You see, I'm seeing why they're freaking out so much. There's so much money, bro, at stake in China for the NBA. It dwarfs America, even. Of course. Like I'm seeing here, the Houston Rockets actually have a deal uh, with ZTE phones there already. Yep. The Houston Rockets, New York Knicks, Golden State Warriors, and LeBron James. (laughs) Yep. No wonder they're not saying anything, right? Like, don't expect Steph Curry to step up now. Yeah, uh, this is good here. During China's Lunar New Year, Quicken Loans Arena filled with traditional Red Lanterns, banners and LED screens, wishing Happy Lunar New Year and Mandarin compliments is ETE and Tencent cell phones. <laughs> yeah,
2: the whole point of the NBA. So, in other words, what China runs
1: the NBA, Joe? Is this what
2: we're learning? Exactly. The whole point of them expanding to you go know, to China. The, the to go, it to, wasn't because for the good of the game they were hoping to get another Yao Ming. It was because there was billions of dollars there that they could make off of their team. That's why. Now it's all in jeopardy. Now, it's, if this was a couple of hundred thousand dollars at stake, game, nobody would care.
1: But this is billions, billions okay, I at I see the other side. I do. I really. Other side of if you think about it. Think of like uh, you know, a Russian hockey federation comes here on tour. Mm-hmm. Or you know, the Chinese soccer team comes on tour and then starts, you know, talking about the state of Florida's death penalty law or something. You know right. what I mean? You'd be like, "Will you shut up. It's none of your business what, you know what I mean? And I, I totally get that part. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it's different. You're talking about you're talking about a regime that's killed people and stuff, right? Right. And, you know, I get it, getting involved in other people's business. I do see why they're upset about Mm -hmm. it, but they should also see, they should also be, like, almost fortunate that they're able to threaten and silence so many people as they do. Yeah. Right? Like, they get so, like, they made more about it. Like, what if no one ever Mm -hmm. says anything about this? Daryl Morey's tweet goes nowhere. It's not like any any NBA player is going to step up after. Nope. It doesn't go anywhere, but. Man, yeah, that's that's
2: what they're doing now. They're doing damage control now, and they know that we'll all forget about it here in the States. We won't care in another two weeks because something will happen with the White House or something else, and then we'll move on and nobody will care, and they already know that's going to happen.
1: All right, so listen to this. Subscribers to Tencent Sports in China. Mm. And this is nothing against the Chinese people. They're great people. Nothing against the Chinese people. Uh, And they do love the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that they shouldn't get the NBA or anything like this. Uh, but the Hong Kong stuff is—that's a little over the top what they want to do. So, anyways, uh, Tencent Sports—it's um, three dollars to ten dollars a month, U.S. in China, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to stream the NBA games on your phone. They had 175 million views. <laughs> So hundred and seventy five million times three to times ten. Like there's literally yeah. billions of dollars. So like I guess this is why. Like if you And that's one relationship. That's one Yeah, relationship. like you said. Yep. Like, yeah, and they said, yeah, so they have ZTE. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep up. It's going on and on here. It's in the billions though, bro. Yep. I gotta be honest, I knew the NBA was big in China, but I never realized like how much how many deals they had. Dude, they have over a dozen media partnerships and licensing mm-hmm. agreements in China.
2: Yep. All at jeopardy right now. So that's why the heads are all, that's why, you know, Tillman and others immediately run to Twitter to go, no, 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 he doesn't talk for us.
1: Yeah, now Adam Silver's got to fly to Shanghai himself <laughs> exactly. personally. That's just what he wants to do. Think about that, though, that he um, goes to them. Yeah. I saw somebody bring that up the other day about uh, Pompeo um, Secretary of State mm-hmm. after the Saudi Arabia oil fields were atta- attacked yep that he went to them yep to discuss what do you, how do we handle this he flew there yeah same thing like it and especially guys especially in Asia it's a sign of weakness. Like, basically, like, Kim Jong-un won in Asia, the perception, because he got Trump to go there. That's correct. He didn't come. It's like, hey, who's the bigger man? You got to come here right now and meet me. The bigger, richer man says, you come to my office. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't go. What are you talking about? You come yep. to see me. Mafia dons, you know, in the movies, the mafia dons not the one on the other side of the table. mm mafia dons the one. What do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like, I'm saying, so in China, like, the fact that they know this, so it's a very symbolic gesture of silver. I come to you. Yeah, very. I come to you. I'm very sorry. We apologize. And you see why? For billions of dollars.
2: <laughs> it, it. Exactly. We're not, you know, $100,000, guys. We're talking
1: billions. Now, I'm not going to lie. League. If you gave me $2 billion, I wouldn't bitch about Hong Kong either. I'd be quiet. Yet the difference is, I don't already have billions of dollars. Ah. You see what I'm saying?
18: Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing.
1: The common man, you could be like, whatever, dude. Yeah, if they paid me, all right. If they told me, right, I never tweeted about Hong Kong once before this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like I've been going crazy, Stan, with Hong Kong before this.
2: Yeah, are exactly correct.
1: So it's funny they brought more light onto this by them crying about it, Joe. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if they just want to shut up about it, but you know what I'm saying? Like... So it's easy to say, because, yeah, if you're poor, you can say, well, whatever, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll sell sure. out. But mm-hmm. what if you already have billions? Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't it, wouldn't it look good if you were Tillman Fertitta? If he stood up and said, I support my GM, and, and, you know what, we support this and that, wouldn't he come across, you know, I stand for democracy and freedom, wouldn't he get to, you know, especially mm-hmm. being from Texas, he could, you know, have that sort of banner that, you know, He's, he's got ethics through all this, but, you know, money is ethics, Joe. In the end, That's, should we be surprised by this? I mean, no,
2: no. They're going to be willing to take the PR hit in this country that the yeah. backlash we might give them, it's worth it to them because they know in the new next news cycle we'll have moved on Fasic to Classic example,
1: else. Joe, Adam Silver was trending number one about an hour there ago, you go. and, and now, it wasn't positive. There like, it go. was everything, like, every news story. Like, people are ripping these guys. There's editorials coming out. Sure. Republicans, Democrats, they're all united. Like, Dan was ripping the NBA. Uh, he was number one already. Uh, let's see. Is uh, he in top all, ten anymore? Oh, oh. Bump from the top ten. There you go. Thirteen.
2: That's, and they know that, guys. Yeah. They know that.
1: <laughs> and, you know, perfect timing, too. Another circus congressional hearing exactly. today
2: exactly yeah like you said That's
1: yeah right. yeah trump will tweet something and like
2: yeah they'll move know. on we'll move on but in the meantime they'll be over there kissing the ring You're right making everything better
1: and night one people will be talking about lebron versus uh Kawhi. exactly i see steve kerr's trending though
2: yeah for not saying anything <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's see let's see what is it, Did it... Oh, I sort of, I sort of knew, you know what, I actually, and I want to say this because ah, people think I'm just making it up, but I was going to say LeBron's answer was going to be, I'm not, I'm not, um,
2: no comment. <laughs> no, I,
1: I don't, I'm not well-versed enough on the subject.
2: I love this. Yes.
1: I would comment. I just, I don't know enough about it. I really don't. Steve Kerr.
2: No, he didn't.
1: Says he doesn't feel well-versed enough to comment on uh, uh, this. Says that he's going to look into the history so he feels more qualified. Actually, I don't. It's a bizarre international story. A lot of us don't know what to make of it. You know what's funny, actually? Steve Kerr's father was a an ambassador. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> like, So Steve Kerr is like this intelligent show, but he has yeah. no idea about the history of China and Hong Kong at yeah. all.
2: Well-versed in every political arena <laughs> around this country except what's going I have no idea what's going on in Hong Kong. Oh, I don't know. What What's that? No, I,
1: Hong Kong? Never on. heard of it.
2: <laughs> that is the classic. I got to look into this. That's PR number one right there. That is uh, public relations school 101. Deflect because you have no idea. I don't he know. Says, I,
1: I found it's easy to speak on issues that I'm passionate about, and I feel like I'm well-versed on. I found it makes uh, most sense to stick to topics that fall in that category. I yeah. keep my comments to myself. My brother-in-law is actually a Chinese history professor. I'll ask him. I emailed him <laughs> to tell me what I should be learning about all of this.
3: It's <laughs> classic.
1: Oh, I've never, never talked politics with the mother-in-law, brother-in-law. Oh, that's great. My father was
0: an ambassador. <laughs> freestyle to sell him as a finished product is a problem okay five interceptions now in the last two games for lamar's baltimore can't try to make him into a pocket passer he's gonna have to be able to make some plays but i don't want lamar throwing it 30 times okay this is a run first very heavy team this is almost a one-dimensional team but guess what that formula works for you you gotta keep on doing it monday and thursday 7 to 8 p.m eastern on FTSY radio and on zumo tv channel 719
11: Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's
10: 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now.
11: 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
2: Welcome in here to The Grid, SportsGrid.com. It is the morning after, and we do have some Major League Baseball here. Verlander taking a mound. Tampa Bay Rays trying to stay alive. Uh, Of course, get to a Game 5 in Houston. We'll talk about that game coming up. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids!
1: Get off my lawn! Well, we're now two weeks away from the start of the National Basketball Association regular season, and I was really looking forward to it. And hopefully my enthusiasm uh, picks up uh, some steam in the next two weeks as somebody who was getting ready to fly to Toronto to watch the Raptors and uh, their, their banner celebration. Right now, quite frankly, I'm not really in the mood to watch any of these clowns do anything in the NBA uh, right now as, you know, this is a story that I wish would go away to a certain extent <laughs> because I wish somebody would do the right thing and at least false. Like if somebody would just step up and tweet something and say, you know what, this is ridiculous, I stand with Maury and then move on instead of bending over and flying to Shanghai to apologize to your warlord masters. Uh, but I guess that's uh, where we're at uh, right now. Um, now, I don't want to get too deep because I know it freaks uh, some people out uh, here. And quite frankly, you know, uh, we could solve, um, you know, we could solve the uh, the atom and the cancer on this program and it would go over people's head uh, half the time. Uh, but you have to go back to Martin Luther King. <coughs> and you figure that players in the NBA would sort of get it. Because, you know, you know, they're kind of big on Martin Luther King Day and stuff, but to them, I think it's just a T-shirt that they actually wear. You know, there's like the saying... An injustice to one is an injustice to all. Yet, that's been long lost, isn't it? And I can't help but think, in this past year in the NBA, in a regular season, there was a lot of ugly incidences with fans. Racial stuff with fans. All right? Utah had a big problem. Wasn't the only city. All right? There were a lot of ugly incidences. And, you know, I recall... I recall being a white guy sitting here in this exact seat calling out the racist douchebags in Utah for this, all right? I didn't say, well, you know what? I'm white, so I, that has nothing to do with me. No, because as Martin Luther King stated, all right, they they, to go back to Nazi Germany. Well, first they just came for the media. I'm not in the media, right? Well, I'm not Jewish, you know? I'm sure you know the expression. You know, so you go back. If you don't stand up for 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 all, then you stand for nothing. Then you stand for nothing. I know it's a complicated thing here. So if you're an NBA player and you are somehow offended because you're not being treated fairly by fans, then I guess, you know what? So there's a lot of money at stake. Take it. Take it. I hate to put it this way, but you know what? Next time someone's a jackass to a player in the NBA and says something way out of line, I'm not going to complain. Why would I complain? You don't complain when people get run over by tanks. Why would I complain? You have no moral high ground. You've lost any moral high ground if you're an NBA player. So you know what, LeBron? You can sit in your little barbershop chair and you can talk about how you care about the community and the care of a good and the only thing you give a crap about are your ugly ass overpriced shoes. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get
6: off my lawn. Hey, you biscuit kids,
2: can Yeah, it's, it's so interesting too because this type of, this type of situation and this tr- uh, type of drama right now, first of all, it's probably the only thing I've ever seen both sides of the aisle agree on. Like, both I'm I'm reading Democrats and Republicans who agree on nothing. They all agree that the NBA is being a giant pussy here. Like, they are just going, I don't believe you, Adam Silver. I can't believe it. It's like one of the first issues I've ever seen them actually agree upon here. And Adam Silver has been known as the guy that has been the very level-headed, even-keeled, you know, doesn't get, uh, you know, is always doing the right thing. He doesn't get... And yet he is getting destroyed. You know it right is, Just because Adam amazing. Silver
1: is pro gambling evidently doesn't mean that he's pro everything. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. Yeah. I mean, what was the only thing he had to yeah. deal with? Was what?
2: Uh, um, the Clippers owner? Was that the biggest controversy he had to deal with? And even everyone applauded him for taking care of, uh, you know, g- get getting this, rid of Joe. Donald
1: Sterling. Get this. I see this right now. This is like new, too. Chinese state broadcasters CCTV they're still pissed. They're still bent. <laughs> the apology's not enough. We are strongly dissatisfied and oppose Adam Silver's claim to support Daryl Morey's right to freedom of expression. Oh, here we go. So now the apology's not good enough for them. Yep. Like then now yep. you got to go and like I'd like I'd like this is you know forget about Trump's transcripts. Mm-mm. I'd love to see a transcript of Silver and what he's gonna tell them? Yep. Like, what what are you gonna do? You're gonna bring them hookers? Some nice, fine American cocaine? Mm-hmm. What what are you guys gonna do? Like, I'd like yep. to know. You can't bribe them like money. Like, what are you gonna do? Nope. You're gonna tell them, listen, nope. LeBron will uh, give a basketball camp to all your rich politicians' kids. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he? Like, I'd like to see a transcript of how he's gonna grovel. <laughs> I, you know what I
2: think is going to happen? <laughs> I think they're going to they're going to dust off David Stern, the guy that started this back in the late '80s and early and '90s. Bring Stern out to solve they're it. They're going to bust. Out, I'm telling you, he's going to be the ambassador. He's got to be the guy to go over there and smooth this over because he's getting crushed right now, Adam Silver. Crushed. He's not handling this well either. No. Well, he's not
1: that guy. He's always no, he's been like in a very- nice guy. It's like, oh, what do you mean? Everyone hates me? Oh, no, no, no. Like, exactly I can't. No, I'm, like, I'm a nice guy. Yep. I, I'm the one that yep. they. I'm the only commissioner yep. they cheer at the draft. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that's they're gonna happen gonna dust- anymore.
2: It. And you, like I said, you've got people who don't agree on anything agreeing that you're in the wrong here. That's not a good look. For yeah. The and
1: NBA. I want to say about these politicians though, they're all they're all hypocrites too. They're oh, all freaking out about this, but then they bend over for the Saudis, like you know, and then they're all bending yeah. over for China too. Even Ted Cruz takes Chinese money.
14: Uh,
1: all right. We'll re- reset here with, uh, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but here's somebody saying Steve Kerr, typical liberal. It's true. It's a typical liberal. It really is. It's a typical uh, liberal. I hate that. You, know, you want to get political? It's true. You see the same crap, man. You know, Judge Kavanaugh's an evil rapist and stuff, but it's a shame that Al Franken got run out of town, isn't it? <laughs> see it all the time, Joe. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're insane on the left. Yep. Like, and, I, and listen, I, I spend a lot of time bitching about the right, too, right? So mm-hmm. I see evil on all sides here, but it is such a left thing to do. You know, you, they cry and cry and cry. Oh, you know what? Let uh, little Timmy become Jenny and take a piss here. Yeah, yeah. when real stuff pops up, they see nothing.
7: <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> yep yeah. yeah. they see nothing
2: yeah. especially when there's billions at stake
1: uh, I, just, I just tweeted out and I'm getting some feedback uh, here uh, it's funny too because now the, the, the right leaning followers are mine who usually get mad at me they're all like damn right <laughs> like, I'm yeah, um, I said so Steve Kerr gets more outrage over Trump's harmless tweets than he does this Sad to see how cowardly NBA players and coaches are. Where's Popovich? Dude's got opinions on everything. Now silent. Where Mm -hmm. is Popovich? Nowhere. Steve Kerr, I'm not Mm well-versed enough on this. I've never even heard of China. I like how he says I'm not well-versed enough on this. Yeah. Yet you're the most intelligent coach in the NBA that can talk about any issue at any time. You get, like, you're so full of it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Like, you know everything about everything. And... And then you actually drop that your brother-in-law is a Chinese history professor.
2: Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> he gets out ahead of it because he knows it's coming up. You, He knows what's going to be By the like.
1: way, yeah. my sister's married to And I've never, ever, even though I'm obsessed with politics, my father was the ambassador and a professor at the University of Beirut that was murdered. <laughs> he was murdered by terrorists. That's correct. You figure if anyone would say, "Oh yeah, I'm very like sensitive to it. like,"
2: mm-hmm. wow,
1: yep, right.
2: zero, yeah. They're Dustin like Sternoff. I'm telling you game. right now, now. Let's talk about a the baseball. They are, are Dustin Sternoff. They're wheeling his ass out right, right now, getting him on a plane.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I wish I had the transcripts.
1: We're very sorry. I don't know. Like basically, it's like The Simpsons. Like, what are they gonna get to boot him in the ass? <laughs> like, the, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get caned? Adam Silver gets like lashed. God. They want a pound of flesh. Like I'm not. I'm not, not really worried stop. about what I say because I'm telling you. <laughs> I can tell you right now, as a 49 year old man, I'm very comfortable in telling you. I don't. I can't predict the future, Joe. Mm. But I will tell you, I, my China's not in my future. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not planning a trip anytime soon. No, are you? I'm
1: not. No. no. Okay. If I want to see the Great Wall. Whatever. I'll go on Google. I told you I don't I don't go to countries like that, bro. Yeah,
2: no, no. For what? <laughs> it's like, don't yeah, worry, no. Don't worry,
1: guys. Stephon Marbury will
20: save the day. He's gonna come in and save the day for, for the NBA. <laughs> Mar-
2: Is Yao pissed at us too? Is oh, really yeah. he oh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, he's living. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah, he's the commissioner, dude. He's the commissioner of the uh, basketball association. Oh man. They cut ties. With the Rockets, not the entire NBA. Just the Rockets. Listen, the NBA needs to show some sack and realize they're not going to lose the NBA. They love the league. Right. Yeah, you know I mean? Stop enough groveling here, all right? Just say, listen, it was one guy. Shut the hell up. And, hey, by the way, stop torturing people. Um, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's that novel if concept. If you've heard
17: of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, To mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
5: um,
1: I think uh, this song is uh, about my bets last night. Another one bites the dust. Hey, can it catch you too? Here's another one. I think I went like two and five. Two and six. One of the teams uh, that, of course, uh, did me in was the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk uh, Let's talk to a man. I believe that he's in the Bay Area, uh, actually, can tell us. Are San Francisco that good or are their opponents that bad? It's been too long. Since uh, I think we haven't spoken to him since, like, uh, Super Bowl uh, Sunday or so. Uh, Roto Buzz guy Howard Bender steps up
6: and in. Good to catch up with you, Howard. How you doing, my man? What do you say? What do you say, Gabe? It has been too long. It has been the Super Bowl, so I'm glad to be back. I- I'm finally out of my time out. I don't know what I see. No, 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 no. It happens.
1: And, uh, I bitch about a lot of things, <laughs> and it seems we're only a month in, so now you're back in rotation. That's good, uh, Howard. So... I thought of you yesterday, too. I was like, you know what, man? We already had Howard on. Monday nighter, uh, San Francisco, Bay Area. But we have another one uh, coming up. But yeah, it's good to catch up with you, bro. But let, let's start right in, uh, jump in here. Odell Beckham, from a fantasy perspective. Mm. Like, moving forward, like, right now, look, he's had one good game. That game was against the Jets. And it really wasn't even a good game. It was an 89-yard slant pass that it was all him. He caught a little pass. He ran in for an 89 yards and now pretty much padded the numbers. I guess he had 71 yards in week one. What is it, one touchdown on the season? They Mm. got him throwing passes. They got him, you know, they do that on the first play of the game, which was stupid. They got him running sweeps and stuff. What's your take on Odell, and does he snap? Like, is he going to be fantasy relevant, or do you see him snapping and starting to complain? Because honestly, you know, Eli Manning is better than Baker
6: Mayfield. Mm-hmm right now the kicking net that Odell had a fight with is better than (laughs) Baker Mayfield right now. I mean, this dude, this dude is sailing passes. His completion rate is all, you know, all sorts of terrible. He's really, he's not as good as everybody thought. And I think that, you know, he got so much preseason buzz because everyone was excited about all the weapons surrounding him. But the problem is is that if he can't get them the ball, then that's an issue. Like we saw this in the first year when Jarvis Landry moved from Miami to Cleveland, Uh, Ryan Tannehill had a good accuracy rating. Baker Mayfield does not, that doesn't jive well with the slot. So, you know, that's a problem with Baker Mayfield. Now I think Odell, because he's primarily a deep threat or he does run those slants, I think they will get on the same page as far as that goes, but it's going to take a lot of Freddie kitchens turning around and saying, you know what, let's just, we're going to grind the ball on the ground with Nick Chubb and then we're going to force feed targets to Odell Beckham because he will start to get cantankerous. He will start to uh, become a a disturbance in the clubhouse if he's not getting the ball. And, uh, you know, I think eventually it'll turn around. You can't, you can't just sit there and you know I've got people asking me if they should cut Odell right now or, or what, you know, what can they get for him in a trade? The problem is you can't trade the guy right now because his value is low You know, you gotta wait until he has that, you know, hundred and fifty two yards, two touchdown game, and then you deal him off. But I think you're gonna get a lot of inconsistent production from him throughout the season here. He'll have his highs, but he's gonna have a, a pretty a pretty low floor at times unless Mayfield really gets himself going. So I think that's the big that's the root of the problem. Joe?
2: Yeah, let me ask you on the flip side of that, though, with the San Francisco 49ers, you know, I, I kept hearing from a lot of people this year that oh, without McKinnon, their run game's going to suffer. That's all they do is run this team. And they've got guys, especially now that Coleman is back, but team Breida, between Coleman, from a fantasy perspective, how do you how do you look at the running back situation? They're going to run. But how do you how do you look at the guys that are on this team and how do you utilize them?
6: um i it's very to me it's 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 just a matter of watching what shanahan's tendencies are he's running basically uh a very similar offense to what he was running in uh in atlanta when he had coleman and freeman so now he's got coleman and now he's got breeda now breed got a little bit more of a pass catching versatility uh to him than uh than freeman did so you know coleman's sort of taking that role where he's going to be doing a, a you know more bull rushes through the uh through the offensive line between the tackles. They're, they're a one-two tandem. Uh, we've we've seen Shanahan, just like you know we're seeing right now with Andy Reid, just like we see with Doug Peterson, just like we see with Matt Nagy. Uh, it's about rotating these backs in. There's a lot of pre-snap motion. Uh, there's a lot of trickery and gamesmanship that goes along with it. So I think that if you're looking at the San Francisco backfield, you take a look at Breida and Coleman as a one and a one A, but neither one of them is really – you don't want to rely on them as being your RB2. You really kind of want them more as a flex play because of the possibility. Like, Breida got two touchdowns last night real quick and easy that you were wondering, okay, is Coleman going to get in on the action? Now, everybody runs on Cleveland, so it was a matter of time for Coleman. Yeah. But if you're talking about a more stout run defense, you don't know who's going to get that work. So it's a flex play at best.
1: And last night, our boy Paul Bovy, Joe, and uh, Howard – he crushed all three running back props because they were all sort of low because no one really knew. Breda went over on his one yard, on, on the one <laughs> rush right off the top, put <laughs> the three mm-hmm. yards. Then Coleman popped a big one. They all went over because the, the numbers were were low, but it's a good point to race. I mean, not tackling and just the angles and stuff, like, dear mm-hmm. God. Um, bad tackling, bad angles. I don't want to throw this David Wilkes out of the bus because I actually defended him last year as a head coach of Arizona, but not a good look for this guy now that he's defensive coordinator of this team. So let me ask you, Howard, about Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, 20 or 29, but only for 181 yards. There's a lot of check down type of stuff. I don't know how good this team is. I know that Bosa's a badass. I know that the defensive line is great, and they terrorized uh, Baker Mayfield uh, last night. Yeah, I guess I should believe you are what your record says you are, but how good do you think San Francisco is, and how do you think they match up? They get the Rams this week, so, hey, we have a real game uh, here for for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. What's your take on this team, Howard?
6: Are they for real? Yeah, this is actually, um, you know, a little from column A, a little from column B. I think the front seven is fantastic. You know, putting Quan Alexander there in the middle uh, has really rejuvenated him with this team. He got really stale. Um, you know, over in Tampa. So moving him into the Bay Area um, has really kind of set fire to him. And working with Joey Bosa, who's now at full health, I think the front seven's great. I think the the secondary is really what the issue is, and that's really going to be the test for them this week, uh, you know, Richard Sherman, uh, does he does he have what it takes to to lead this secondary like the days of old when he was with Seattle in the Legion of Boom? I don't necessarily know. I don't think that it's, it's a very strong secondary. And I think the Rams will try to expose that a little bit more with guys like Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. Um, but overall, I think that defensively front seven great pass rush. Great secondary that's suspect. And we're going to see that from the Rams. Offensively, again, it's it's a good ground game. It's a good short passing game. They don't really have any kind of a deep threat. I mean, Dante Pettis or Debo Samuel. Can they stretch the field? Maybe, but we haven't really seen that very much from them so far this year. We haven't seen any kind of uh, any receiver who's really been a shorthanded guy, which is why they rely so heavily on Kittle. So I think that that what you're going to get from uh, from Garoppolo is you're going to sit there and you're going to look and you're going to say, okay. If he gets me 250-2, and it's a good week. But I'm not going to say he's a game manager. I'm just not going to say that this is not a guy who's going to light it up for 303 touchdowns uh, on a weekly basis.
2: Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, too, that they do very, very well, the 49ers, is they can get to the quarterback without having to rush eight guys. They That front four that they've got going there has no problem. That allows everyone else to drop back into coverage. So, you know, how how good does that secondary have to be when they're clogging up the lanes all over the place?
6: Well, I think if you're going up against a team that stretches the field, that has a lot more uh, speedy receivers who have, sure hands i think that that's really what's going to test them i mean listen do you want to see do you want to see a linebacker dropping back into coverage to take on cooper cup i mean that's a mismatch mm. all together right there that's never going to happen so they're going to always need to put some sort of a you know kawan williams as a slot corner i think he's playing over his head right now so mm. i i do think that even though you're going to be able to drop back a couple of guys into coverage every now and then i think a good strong swift passing game I think that's gonna that's gonna really be the test and that's gonna kinda eat them up. Now the Rams are an interesting option here as far as testing them, but the question is, is how well is uh is, is San Francisco's defense, how you yeah. know, Saleh, he's gonna start mixing things up and disguising coverage because Jared mm-hmm. Goff has trouble reading defenses. So that's gonna be right. an interesting matchup there. But I mean you put him up against I don't know, like a, like a Deshaun Watson or somebody who can extend plays with their legs a little bit that the pass rush doesn't become as effective or exposes itself uh, by being over-aggressive, then I think you're going to have some issues with that front four uh, being as strong as they are.
1: Howard Bender, fantasy alarm uh, with us. Um, Howard, uh, looking uh, at uh, the Cleveland Browns next game, We I saw last night, it's amazing, it's almost like now it's become that trendy thing of, oh, well, um, you know, they're going to bounce. Uh, the, the Browns are going to bounce back uh, now. That's the way it works against the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle's been rolling along uh, right now with a 4 and 1 record. I just don't know if they can turn things around in a short week uh, like this against Seattle. What's your early impression uh, of that? Are you looking uh, for Cleveland to uh, bounce back? Because the. I can't protect Mayfield, and you just brought something up that leads me into this. And me and Joe were talking about this earlier. If you look at the top-rated quarterbacks in the National Football League uh, this year, Russell Wilson's got the highest uh, rated, uh, the highest rating. Bad offensive line. Second, Deshaun Watson. Bad offensive line. It's like Baker. You know what offensive line is good in the NFL? Yet the Colts is. But for the most part, you know I don't see. It's not like the O line troubles is going to go away. Uh, for Cleveland, and it's not like Baker Mayfield can figure it out. Bosa said last night that he can't see over the linemen, actually, even, and they knew that uh, last night. People have his little rollout uh, figured out. You know, I'm buying into Seattle here. I think Seattle can put a nail
6: in Cleveland's coffin on Sunday. I do, too. You know, it's so funny. I'm I'm the same way. When an NFL team gets destroyed, I usually tend to go back to them uh, with my bet the following week, but I mean, listen, It's uh, I'm looking at a line right now that says Seattle minus one and a half in Cleveland, which just shows you right there there's zero respect for Cleveland at all. Um, I, I think Seattle is a team that, that can very easily do it. Their Their secondary isn't the greatest, but, again, does it have to be the greatest if Baker Mayfield can't make the throws necessary? So you've got a decent front seven for Seattle. Um, You've got a team who loves to run the ball. And I mean, you know, even as good as Russell Wilson is, Pete Carroll is still saying that that Chris Carson's getting 20 to 25 touches a game here. So Mm. they're going to slow down the pace of this game. They're going to grind it out. Cleveland just does not. I'm I'm with you. I I think that, you know, when when you're giving me uh, minus one and a half here for Seattle on the road, I kind of lean towards that here even though Cleveland is trying to make a bounce back only because I have zero faith in Baker Mayfield turning it around in a week.
1: I know it's not quarterback versus quarterback, but it's Russell Wilson versus Baker Mayfield. It's a point and a half. It's Pete Carroll versus Freddie Kitchens. And I don't care if they play the game in Moscow or Beijing. Where the hell it is. I got to be on Seattle here, Joe, even though I know – it's you know it's it's that situational spot right. that people think oh you're getting value with the Browns now but it was great to catch up with you uh, Roto Buzz guy great stuff, great work as always Howard keep it up my man
6: always a pleasure to talk to you guys thanks so much for having me Howard uh, Bender
1: head of content of Fantasy Alarm great site great guy smart guy sharp guy mm. Howard Bender I'll tell you one thing uh, Shanahan this is interesting Shanahan. Just two and ten straight up against NFC West teams in the division.
5: Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800
11: 584 2519 800 584 2519 800 584 2519. That's 800 584 2519.
5: If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
11: That's 800-847-1183.
1: Oh, one week to another in the National Football League. You can get yourself in trouble. Mm. You can get yourself in trouble. Number one, you get yourself in trouble believing... In what you saw, and then number two, you get yourself in trouble for fading what you saw as well. Mm-hmm. You can get burnt both ways, Joe. It doesn't, there's, no, there's no sure shot. Like, Cleveland could bounce back. Like, Cleveland just did this against Baltimore, didn't they? Like, two weeks ago, they sucked. Then they played well against Baltimore, and then last night, they suck again. Well, I think two things
2: can be true. I think that, A, the Baltimore defense was way overrated at the time. I think we've seen that they are not nearly, especially in the secondary, as good as we thought they were. And that offensive line is exactly as bad as we thought it was on Cleveland. And you're giving Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson an an extra three or four days to prepare because they played Thursday. So they have that kind of mini bye going on. They're going to be able to ex- – to me, it's all going to come down to coaching again. Do I trust Pete Carroll's staff to be able to get the job done in game plan, or do I uh, trust Freddie Kitchens? I'm not trusting Freddie Kitchens in that spot.
1: I wouldn't trust Freddie Kitchens in my kitchen. Yeah. Uh, let alone to <laughs> – Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly. let him cook uh, cook me a pizza, let alone uh, – Yep. Uh, coach coach of football. you know
2: the game. adjustments in the second half that he made? Did you see that? Because San Francisco came out and went down the field. They took it, you know, 80 yards in eight minutes. Great adjustments
1: by Cleveland. I said this last night, and I stand by it. Freddie Kitchens is not qualified to be a college football coach. Nope. Like, you know nope. what I mean? Like, he's not qualified to be, like, on the sidelines, in control of a of a football game. He should not you're be right. in charge of 53 men, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and agree. He's not in charge of 53 men. Nope. You know what the Cleveland Browns look like? They look like 53 individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, they are all. They look like a street team, it's like a yep. street ball team. It's like they call the plays, Like it's like they dial it up in the huddle, and Baker, you go left and you go right, and then it doesn't work, and they act all surprised, and they do it all over again. Mm-hmm. But you're right, the lack of adjustments have been pathetic. Absolutely Crazy. pathetic. And no. at one point last night, they sort of figured it out, even though they were down 17 or whatever. They're like, all right, we'll give the ball to Chubb. But they gave the ball to Chubb. He ran it all the way down the field to, like, the 8-yard line. Then they threw it four times in a row. <laughs> what
0: the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do
1: this thing. All right, we're in the level three. Great job by Sean. He's out of Dennis Dodd. We'll talk some college football in about 20 minutes time. Bill's fans jumping through tables. They're not even like... The whole thing with this Bill's Mafia stuff, Bill's Mafia was actually like six to eight people that they donated money to like a charity. (laughs) They're like a couple and stuff. Like they're very normal people, Bill's Mafia. Like the original Bill's Mafia... They're very normal people. And the whole thing sort of got hijacked. And if you notice, I don't really, like, once in a while I'll use the trend, and the hashtag, but I don't because, like, um, like me and Sean were saying, it's kind of embarrassing. Like, I don't, I'm not overly enthusiastic about, like, covering myself in ketchup and mustard in a parking lot, Joe. No, no. Entertaining, but yeah, no. I don't understand it, like, to be honest. Like, I don't really think a lot of these people are fans of the team. I think they're just fans of being idiots. Look at me. Yeah, no, it's a reason to be able to get drunk and, you know, get smashed all day on a Sunday and throw snowballs and jump off Mm -hmm. of things. Like, it's a party for them. Yep. More so, like, and as evident is, and you can call it loyalty, but if you look, like the attendance for Bills games really is no different, whether they win or lose. Mm-hmm. Like the it's the game is almost a sideshow. Like the the event it has become the tailgate and Bills mafia. It's like ah oh, well you know, and it it started out as well we're not very good, so we just have it you know we have to have a good time. You know what? But now we are good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, let's have some little dignity, people <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we have a yeah. little Dignity here <laughs> Yep,
2: Yeah. and and you know what it is Too, is they're very big on tradition And those are blue-collar Hard-working folks, and the one Day of the week they get to unload
1: It's Sunday Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the <a laughs> thing know. Exactly, and if they're more of One of the most frustrated Cities in America Exactly, and it's cold as ass That's why they travel the best, too.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) They're depressed, but they're not as broke as people think.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) All right, morning After rolls on. All right, Sean, I know you said there was a dude with a fantasy football trade question. Did you pass him on to, uh, to Frank and Sussman, or uh, yeah, are we going to take the on. question?
0: No, I passed him on to Frank and Sussman.
1: I, I want to give him a qualified answer, right? Something
0: about on Johnson he has on his team. He wants to know if he should trade him.
1: Yeah, that's the problem with that stuff. Nobody cares. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He cares, that, and that's why he needs to be on a show that's dedicated only to that, right? Right. There's stuff that people don't care about. Nobody cares about your golf score or your golf game. Like, if somebody tells you, oh, you know, I went golfing this week, and, ah, you know what, I was on the ninth hole, and right away, it's like, I just, I'm like, oh, God. If somebody tells me we went golfing on the week, I'm like, hey, good for you. But if they start, Joe, and I was on, like, do you care? No. Like, it's not the Masters. You don't have any money on it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your golf game. Nobody cares about your jog. Nobody cares about your fantasy football trades. And the thing is, I get it, because you know, fantasy football is serious. You playing for money, so you want to make the right decision. But quite frankly, That's why you call a serious show? <laughs> well, quite frankly, most of the times the questions are just are annoying. And like, like people yes. ask, like, should I trade this dumb thing for this dumb thing? And then you know, the the but like what now I, I don't feel have bad. Carry
2: on Johnson on my team. What, if, what Do yeah. I care? Do I really care?
1: Yeah, it's just a thing that people. Uh, people they don't care about your fantasy matchup although i will say that i am interested in hearing um hearing that my boy yang pretty much easily uh took care of dane martinez uh this week in fantasy football
2: yes yes i'm fairly certain uh i'm fairly certain i kicked the crap out of uh, Fasano, too so yes yeah yeah dane lost uh, finally and uh, hey, boy, yeah, but- oh boy he didn't he didn't talk much about it though this week
1: no, he didn't bring it up, did he? Nope. Has he? Did he bring it up once? Not one. Well, I heard about all the other
2: wins. Did not hear about this.
1: Really? Oh, yeah, it's funny because yep. actually, you know what? Let's see. This is pretty good, actually. I think I can send this to you. <laughs> uh, no bragging about that. Wow. Our boy Yang even sent me the score here. One sixty-eight point nine four to one
2: eighteen. Oh damn! He didn't. He smacked him. Damn.
1: Yeah, I remember there was uh, there was some smack talk going on uh, before. <laughs>
2: wow, Yang showing up, man, showing up, showing out.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, everybody uh, everybody picked on Yang's picks. Yep. And, uh, wow. said, oh, yeah. And I said, ah, he's crazy.
4: They mocked them. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, know they say they all mocked him.
2: <laughs> Poor Yang, that's boy. Yang get the last laugh. That's what we're talking about.
1: This goes back. This is what this was like Carton last year, Sean. Um, got into this, and basically he stated that, he said, my kids can beat you fantasy experts. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And that's how the league started, but it yeah. got ugly uh, anyway, so I want to get into yeah, it. It got <laughs> ugly but, afterwards. <laughs> but, uh, right. but, yeah, he basically stated that it's sort of like all random and stuff, mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, Carton's kid did beat Angle, mm-hmm. and now, you know, and the funny thing is, because that's it, yeah, it's got to bother Dane deep down inside, actually. Yes, it does. That Yang just sort of walked off the street and blindly picked a team and smacked him by 50 points. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I know Venture is feeling that way today, too, because uh, he doesn't want to talk about how I uh, I got him at 176 points, but he didn't beat
1: me there either. Ooh. Wow. Ouch. A lot of, lot of heat going on here. Is Venture yep. in the house?
9: Venture's in the house. Yes, yeah, he's here.
1: Okay. No, Ventra, I heard you lose in the Ronas and stuff. Like, are you winning in any of the leagues, Ventra? Wow. Like, what's going on here? Like, every show wow. I tune into, people are talking smack.
20: Mm. Yeah, I don't know why, because I smack everybody. I don't know what they're talking about. Listen, listen, uh, Mr. Renario. over here put up 170. He was 0-4 before this week, right? I just so happened to play him in the best week he's ever had. Now, no, I had 176. I, I don't, don't even know, know how you score that many yeah, points. Yeah, he, he, I've he, he, never scored that many points
1: before, yeah. I'll admit. Yeah. <laughs> I
20: give him credit for that. But listen, in that league, I'm 1-4. I lost Saquon. I lost AB. I lost a lot of players. It happens. But in all my other leagues, I'm 3-2 and two or 4-1. So, you know, I can't complain. You know, you're going to have one bad league. That's why you play fantasy in multiple leagues. You don't just play one league.
1: Yeah, That's but it, goes, it also almost proves the randomness of it, doesn't it? It is
20: very random. Football especially because yeah. football has a lot of injuries. There's not a lot of a roster troop. spots. Uh, yep. b- baseball and basketball is a lot more skill. I would say that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The baseball is very with the relievers and stuff. You get pretty hardcore. You're right. Yeah. Football. Like I said, like how smart do you have to be to do a fancy football draft? Not that smart. You follow the rankings. Yeah, exactly. I mean, That's the okay. late. Pick- I'm not saying the ESPN, if you're like, cause you know, specifically ESPN rankings, I think will steer you wrong or stuff, but let's say you're using fantasy pros or whatever, right? Right. I mean, dude, there was a guy that did an auto draft, um, auto uh, pick in our draft. He had like the best team. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like you drafted a Marlon Mack, um, uh, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. The only stupid thing he did, it took Andrew Luck late.
20: But so what? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So what? Yeah. It was a late pick, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Uh, you know. I'm scared to
1: look at my fantasy. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie, Ventra. I've been lucky in fantasy where like I've scored 96 points in one <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah that's
17: right Yeah that's that right. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. that's, that's, and th- this year it's happened a lot I'm like I look at my team I'm like oh god John. I'm like uh yeah. It's a bad team. I'm like, wow! I won by one point. I won 98-97.
20: <laughs> An ugly one. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'll be honest. Like, let's look at my teams this week here. As I say, well, no one cares. The problem kills. is
2: there are certain guys that you always have to play, and if they get hurt or if they don't, you know, if they don't score. Like, what the hell? It's not like you have options. Like, you don't have a choice. To, you're going to play. But this is the play. thing, Joe. And right.
1: my leagues I'm you know? running in Venture the same things. We're playing standings head-to-head. It sucks. You got to go total points. It's not fair. You're right. I agree. Dude, look at this. I won. I have 93 points. What's your record? Three and two. Yeah. I got 90. The guy I played had 84.3.
20: Yeah, so two bad weeks, but you just so happened to get over the hump there. Like, that's not right. You know what I mean? You're right. It should be total points. You're right.
1: Okay, let's see if I would have lost. Like, look at another matchup. A guy lost 135 to 117. What a smoked me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Another guy exactly. lost 157 to 72. All right, I would have beat the seventy-two guy. Wow, Cam Stewart, 177 points. Ooh, okay. Who'd you guys have this week? Let me see. Team scammy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Team scammy. Hey, Chris, let me ask you something. Wow, look yeah. at this. You had Deshaun Watson, forty one point seven, and Will Fuller,
20: forty six point seven. Fuller just goes off out of nowhere. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, who did you um who did you start
2: for quarterback and who did you put on the bench?
20: I started Kyler Murray, and and I benched Josh Allen, because I, I didn't know if he oh. was going to play or not either. But, um, yeah, my quarterbacks aren't good. I drifted Andrew Luck. I also drifted Saquon in the first round. He's hurt. So you lose your first-round pick, and I lost my third-round pick, Antonio and Brown. And you're screwed. you screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed after yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. So I'm scrambling. But, uh, you know, i yeah. take it one week at a time. That's why you got to take and it And that's one the
2: week other problem. You get in these leagues where, you know, the vultures who, you know, are on this all the time, there's nobody left. Like, there's, you can't even go pick anybody up. Like, everyone's already accounted for.
20: Exactly. Like, the Pitt League, yeah. uh, the GST League, it's impossible to make good pickups. These guys are all over it. Yeah. I will admit. No. The experts know what they're doing. But in, like, home leagues, I'm getting some advantages by being able to pick up guys that other people aren't on top of. They yeah, so don't even not, know. Right. Yeah, if they're not, right. like, you know, doing their research. You can right. take advantage.
1: My, one of my team's ventures, the same thing. And listen, if this Dave guy's still around, we'll, we'll take his question. Uh, we'll just – we'll we could quickly – we'll we'll take the damn question. Um, but same thing. I have a team, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown. I didn't drop Antonio
20: Brown yet either. I think no? he, at this point probably should. Yeah, now I'm going to have to. Yeah, he's not coming back. It's over. He had two chances.
1: I know. it have been one.
2: <laughs> Big pickup of the week, guys, was the Philadelphia defense scored me 35 points.
1: <laughs> I got Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, <laughs> Saquon Barkley, and Antonio Brown all on the same team. Yeah, yeah now you're screwed. It's Christian Kirk, yeah, now screwed. Evan Ingram's hurt. Christian Kirk's hurt. Say, yeah. Is Saquon Barkley coming back this week or what? People talking like he is? Probably not. Probably not. No, he he said no. Uh, unlikely to not. play Thursday. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah, says, yeah, is, he's shutting it down. They're trying to rush him back. He's like, no, no. Is
2: Tyreek Hill
20: coming back? Is he cleared to go? Is he? He's been practicing, but I don't know. I feel like uh, they might hold him back one more week.
1: Yep. See, Tyreek Hill, that'll take away from the China stuff. We can talk yep. about, like, the scumbag yep. uh, like oh, yeah. uh, child uh, See, beater yep. coming when back. When you
20: have a team like that, Gabe, you just got to spend all your fab money uh, because you have nothing to lose at that point. You know, you're scrambling for guys. I'm two and three. I still have a decent team here.
1: Yeah. Go for yes, it. Oh, do. Yang's
20: on the line, by the way.
1: Oh, are you kidding me, Yang? Yang,
20: Yang. Oh, Yang.
1: All right. Oh, good. Where's oh, Dane? Yeah. We gotta get Dane on too. It's funny, Dane's Dane. Dane, Dane never well, stops talking until now. He's like an yeah. NBA player. He's got Dane's got an opinion on everything.
2: Yeah. Except, except this. Except his own team. <laughs>
1: Morning after rolls on. Quite the interesting show today. I've raged about this China stuff. Uh, our chat's really gotten heated uh, about it. So we've had serious political discussion. Uh, we talked fantasy football. We had Paulie Shore and Chris Kattan on. <laughs> uh, can you find more variety? It's like a variety hour here. Yeah, really. Right, now is, now we talk some college football with Dennis Dodd, who I actually see on Dennis's Twitter account a link to a story. Uh, that just broke, I see, about 37 minutes ago over at CBSSports.com. New York man charged with attempted bribery for trying to fix a uh, college basketball game in 2018, Joe. Um, really? yeah Benjamin Falco a 25-year-old oh. Staten Island resident, has been charged with attempted bribery in his efforts to fix a college basketball game in late 2018. So right, the, th- the thing is, we know it was in the state of New York has wonder what school it is. They don't say what school. Eastern District and New York Attorney's Office said he offered $1,000 to a team and intentionally lose the game. They have text messages, wiretaps, et cetera. We'll get back into the story. Uh, but let's bring in Dennis Dodd uh, right now. Dennis, good morning. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Hey, I'm good. How are you? Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good uh, this morning. Thank you uh, for joining us. So, uh, the you know, business starting to pick up in college. i found it to be kind of an anticlimactic college football year so far, uh, Dennis, as far as, you know, every week, it's like, ah, what's the big game? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Ohio State, Nebraska is the TV game, Saturday night, etc. But it's almost going to be worth the wait because in past years, it kind of felt like, you know, Clemson, Alabama, and then everybody else, maybe Georgia, et cetera. But am I wrong in believing that, you know what, There's five, six teams in the mix here right now. I think LSU could beat an Alabama. I think Georgia is good as anybody. I think Ohio State are as good as anybody. I think Oklahoma are a great football team as well. So I think what awaits us is really cool with a lot of these matchups. Do you feel the same way, or do you disagree with my take on the college season so far?
19: Well, I think the season started out as chalk. It was Alabama and Clemson, and then a big drop off to everyone else. And you're right. I think it's still about six teams that could actually win it if you look around. But if the playoff started today, I think Clemson would have a hard time getting in it.
1: I mean, I know they're that's ranked, where I wanted to go
19: with this. Second. Yeah. Wow. Ranked second in the AP poll. But when you look around, um, who have they beat, you know, an A and M that's unranked, I think they're unranked. Um, you know, you got Auburn that has one loss and it's tested itself maybe more than any in the country uh, you just mentioned lsu they got one of the most significant wins blowing people away with maybe the best you know best player in the country and joe burrow Clemson, Clemson is struggling against its reputation as much as the teams on the field so i think it's going to be really interesting i mean you've got smu who's not going to win a national championship but unbeaten for the first time since 1982 and I think we all know how that team was built. This one's a little more wholesome. So it's a little, there's
1: some storylines out there. So, the Clemson need to start blowing teams out now? Is this what this comes to? And I've always been fascinated by this, uh, uh, Dennis and Joe, that, you know, college football, we can pretend all we want that it's, you know, the single season status, but we all know there's a crossover from the body of work as a whole. And can you keep a defending champion out? Let's say they're undefeated, but they're, you know, it's sort of a whole hump. Can, can you yeah, keep them out, Dennis?
19: Yeah. I, I, here's what Clemson has to do. It has to win the rest of its games, and then and that's it. I don't think they're left out being undefeated, obviously. Uh, but yeah, you can you can absolutely leave a defending champion out. If uh, if North Carolina had converted that two pointer, given how mediocre the ACC is, I would have had a hard time then and at the end of the season putting them in. Their their schedule is charm and soft. Uh, there may be a team uh, going into that game. I, I said there'll be a team hard-pressed to come within three touchdowns of them. Well, North Carolina did. Yeah. And if college football mm. is anything, it's about perceptions. You've got a human committee deciding who's in the playoffs. You've got these polls. That's what, the way it's been since 1936 when the poll source came out. So, yeah, as I said, Clemson is playing against Clemson right now.
2: Talk to me about uh, Dennis. Talk to me about the Red River Shootout this year. Oklahoma taking on Texas, Cotton Bowl. It's a it's a classic, and I don't know what to make of this Oklahoma team this year. I mean, Texas to their credit, they took on LSU. It was a great game. They've you know they've done everything they could possibly do at this point. If Texas can beat Oklahoma, what do you think their chances of being in the top four are when it's all said and done?
19: Well, they lost a close game at home to LSU, which really right now ranks as one of the best losses, I guess, in the country, if you want to put it that way, and talk in terms of NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they'd be right there. I mean, this is is for, you know, outside of uh, maybe Alabama, Auburn, and Michigan, uh, and Ohio State, the best rivalry in the country because it's in the middle of a state fair. The stadium, the Cotton Bowl stadium, is, is divided straight down the middle in terms of ticket distribution. It guarantees to be hot, and it's always the second week of October, so it's going to be fantastic. This is the game. Last year, when Sam Ellinger came out as, yep. and got on national radar, I don't want to say he outplayed Kyler Murray, because Kyler Murray had one of the best games of his career. I, I, you know, he he beat Oklahoma. Let's put it that way. As a runner, as a passer, he was fantastic and has been done nothing to, you know, diffuse that this year. The next challenge is to beat Jalen Hurts, who has this huge chip on his shoulder. I asked him after the <laughs> season opener against Houston, you know, I just talked to one of your teammates and says, you've got a chip on your shoulder. He looked at me right in the eye and said, it's not a chip, it's a boulder. And I said, <laughs> why? And, he, and he, said, he said, you know why. I think I, what he's saying there is what, whatever, you know, losing the job meant, at Oklahoma, that motivated him. I'm not saying he shouldn't have lost the job, but he's playing for something more than, than Oklahoma and himself. He's he's playing to prove people wrong. Mm.
1: You can talk about you know these rivalries yet, you know, we look, we have a lot of Sooner fans uh, you know that tune into our program and it's three six five. Uh, you know, and and you know, Braylon Edwards brought this up, Dennis. I don't know how you feel about it, but Braylon brought it up when he said. You can feel Ohio State's hate. He said, "You know, when we play them, yeah. you can feel it. Like they <laughs> they have a countdown. They have a clock. You know, they're hating you. They hate you." And I'm a Michigan fan and I don't have that hate. To me, it's just a game. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to beat them, but there's that next level and you know, Oklahoma. And, yeah. <laughs> I hate Well, you know what's You're funny in the minority? The minority. I definitely I hate Michigan State more than Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious, Dennis. And I'm not a Johnny come lately. I've been a Michigan fan since 1977. I dislike Michigan. Dude, I was in the airport, you know, in Detroit, they have they had a Michigan State bar and a Michigan bar, same thing. They just have memorabilia up, whatever. I refused to drink in a Michigan State bar. I took like a golf cart to the other side of the damn airport, all right? Like to the other terminal practically.
19: Which which you need in that airport. You do need a golf.
1: Yeah, thank you. It is very big, exactly, Dennis. But (laughs) the Oklahoma-Texas hate. This stuff is real, man. Like it, it really is up there. Wouldn't you? Where would you? Would you rank it right? Auburn, Alabama.
19: Well, let me speak to Michigan-Ohio State really quickly. Um, They do hate each other. I've been in both uh, football facilities, and they both have countdown clocks to the game. Okay, I'll 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 sum it up for you really quick as far as Jim Harbaugh being in trouble or hot seat or whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever happens to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan fans hate Ohio State more than they'll ever love Jim Harbaugh. So Mm. if he doesn't work out, they'll go get somebody else. All right, Texas, Oklahoma. I'll sum this up for you. A few years ago at the State Fair, waiting for the game to start out in the middle of thousands of people, this guy had made a homemade sign, Oklahoma fan, and hand-lettered, and he, it was – let's just say it was 12, uh, you know, 11.08. It's 11.08, and Oklahoma still sucks. Uh, <laughs> and then he would change it by hand when the clock turned. It's 11.09, and Oklahoma still sucks. That, that, that took some work and some hate to do.
2: So true. And you got uh, Alabama, Texas A&M this weekend, too, Dennis. And I don't know, man. Jimbo, Texas A&M. Is it just they're not that good? Are they underperforming? Uh, You know, what is it? Is it just that Jimbo and we thought this was going to be with Kellen Mond, this was going to be a year? It just doesn't seem to be working out at this point.
19: Well, their best runner is out. Jason Corbin was supposed to kind of replace Travion Williams, but Travion Williams uh, led the SEC in rushing last year. I think he had 1,800 yards, so nobody's going to replace him, so they're really struggling to run the ball. Um, Kellen Mann is not playing as well as he did last year, and and look, all you have to know about this game is nobody at A&M can cover those receivers at Alabama. I've never seen four together on the same team who can run like that who can catch like that and turn on the afterburners when they catch all four look like they're going to be pros and so that that's really easy for me to sum up nobody can cover those receivers at Alabama. Mm.
1: Uh, Dennis Dodd uh, with us uh, CBS. Uh, Dennis so before we get you out here we got about a minute left. who's a, who's a team you mentioned SMU is the national media is there an East Coast bias are we not talking about a team besides SMU or who's a team? It should be getting more love that isn't.
19: Oh gosh, uh, maybe um, maybe LSU and I almost thought they could cop out, but you know, it is, you know they 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 have a chance. They have a chance to match up with Alabama really well, November 9th or whatever it is. I think they can beat them at Alabama. But to my further point, you know, Saturday marks the halfway point of the season uh, in college football. I'd have a really hard time getting beyond Ed Orgeron the coach of the year right now. When you're talking about a guy who was reviled with the third choice for the job yeah. and committed wholeheartedly, yeah. committed wholeheartedly to uh, the RPOs and spread and now has the best player in the country named Joe Burrow and won all his games.
1: No one is a great recruiter, but a horrible in-game coach. Right? we got to get out of here. That's great stuff. Right. I was going to bring out right. Baylor,
3: too. Hey, how about yeah. this
1: Baylor-Bear team, guys? Message and data rates may yeah, apply. Yeah, for
3: real. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple
4: text. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
18: I had
7: great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever.
8: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
9: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible.
8: 888. Four hundred zero four three five eight 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 four
5: hundred zero four three five 435 888 andro400.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to money Computer. Type in the address bar moneynow100.com. That's money now, the number100.com. All right,
2: guys, time to put your money where your mouth is. It is now time to take a shot. Open yourself up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, it's Jersey's largest sports book. You just got to go to fanduel.com forward slash grid, and you will receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's right, a free bet, 500 bucks. All you got to do. Open that sports wagering account at fanduel.com forward slash grid. And whether it's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college of pro sports, you're in control. It's fanduel.com forward slash grid. Open the new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500. Do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. <laughs>
1: So speaking of the rivalry, and we'll get to the full lines in a second. So it's rivalry games, and you know college football too. Now the last month is when it gets cool, guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of five and O teams will be six and five in a month. All right, so that's the way this stuff works. Good point. Yep. Yeah, and a lot of it changes, but um, so we'll find out if Baylor's for real. Um, but the um, great rivalry, Oklahoma and Texas, is always one of my favorites, yep. uh, without a doubt. Uh, but they won't do the horns down thing now. Look at Riley, a lot of respect and all this. I guess you get a flag if the players do it on the field. Yeah. Which I get it. That's sort of taunting. But if you win the game, I would do it after the game in their face. Yeah. And like, you know, I bitch about the China stuff, but I'll tell you now, Joe, I don't have a problem with the stepping on logos and flags and stuff like that. Right. You got to pay the consequences for it, though. Right. Hey, Baker, good for you. You beat Ohio State there. You screwed them up. You did the flag. You you effed you up their eyes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? God bless you. But you also just got paid the price for it two years later. That's right. So, like, I'm not – look, man, if Ohio State kicks the crap out of us, bro, and they want to dance in our end zone on our logo, what you know, you know what you they do? Earned it. Don't let them score.
2: That's right. They earned
1: it. Don't let them score. Right? <laughs> and I didn't like even me – you know, Michigan did it to Michigan State. What I didn't like about that was we were, we just, like, ruined their turf. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you see the kids on Michigan just started ripping the grass up. It's like, ah, that's not really a celebration. Now you're just being stupid. It you know, was Devin like, Bush, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 he yeah. started chewing up. And I'm not yeah. going to lie, dude. When I played goalie, Joe, <laughs> when well, I used to switch, Um, when I used to know I wouldn't be back at that end of the rink, I used to destroy the crease.
18: Yeah. I go. would
1: just chop it up, man. Like, so basically the goalie couldn't stand and I'd put snow over it. So he couldn't see mm-hmm. that's just competitive advantage stuff though. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's competitive. So I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I don't want to get so soft at all. You can't do the horns down. Like whatever, man, let's, let's all grow a pair here. It is football, exactly. right? That's right. It is uh
2: competition people. It's competition. Can I, can and I, it goes further back than you do. Like, the people who get pissed off about this, like, they've been doing this before you were born. So, take a chill pill, relax. You know, well, I refuse, behind rivalry.
1: I refuse to call it the Red River Rivalry. It's the Red River Shootout. Right. right. I don't care. Like, That's, it's the greatest right. uh, outdoor cocktail party. It's not, what do they call that now? And what do they call that game? I don't think they can call it a cocktail party anymore.
2: I don't even think they use that term.
1: They anymore. changed their name, right, Sean?
2: They did. They did.
1: I don't know what they changed it to, though. Like, why? Like, what What like, mm-hmm. like, this political correctness has gone too far, man. Like, like, like the Washington Wizards and the Washington Bullets. Did <laughs> yeah. people stop getting shot because you changed the name? I would venture that Wizards is worse than Bullets. Yep. Yeah. Wizards is evil. It's like black Mad- it's magic and stuff like that. Any sort of magic is bad. If you want to get biblical, dude, I really, I dated a really religious girl uh, before, Joe, and, uh, She wasn't allowed to celebrate Halloween as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you want to get into wizardry and stuff like that? Like, really? I don't know. (laughs) When I hear wizard, I think like KKK. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hate to say, like, I'm playing word association, wizard. I'm like, I don't know. Merlin or (laughs) KKK? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just saying. If I'm a black guy and I'm playing in the NBA, I'm not in a big hurry to put a T-shirt on a jersey that says "Wizard" on it. Right. Ah, uh, it's just me. All right, but uh, yeah, do we do we have? Uh, can we can we get a song here though? Oh. I want a request here. We get uh, Queen. We are the champions. Oh, I like this. Yeah, yeah, great song. It'll motivate us all. We need, you know, we need to come together as a unit here. I paid my dues time after time. All right. Yeah, oh, that, that's that, fine. Yeah. Oh,
2: that, uh, they're moving along,
1: moving along. Yeah. Do, 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 Ooh. do, do. <laughs> feel like uh, George Costanza yeah. waiting for the tape to rewind. <laughs> he, he rewinds the tape. They both just stand there.
2: I mean, I tell yeah. you what, that's why they're hoping Miami becomes prevalent again because there were no better rivalries than the Florida
1: State Miami. Oh, that was great stuff. Notre Dame, yeah. for me, Notre Dame, Miami, another Notre great Dame. Notre Dame, also, yes. But Don't cry. Yeah, crank it up, crank it up.
10: And bad mistakes. I've made a few.
1: You can play this for Dane tomorrow morning. Bring in the winner, our main man, Yang, who dropped an ass-kicking on Dane oh. Martinez, the so-called fantasy expert. What's up, Yang? Yo, what's going on,
18: baby? I'm over here, like, celebrating, and, like, you know, feeling good, feeling good right now, from some cologne now. just got out of the shower. I feel like a million bucks, baby.
1: You feel like a million bucks? And it's funny, because...
18: I see in the pit these
1: guys all oh they take shots at your fantasy knowledge and oh, Yang took Le'Veon Bell fourth overall a lot of pot shots have been taken. That's uh, yeah, big time. <laughs> and like I said last week yeah, I said you know maybe Yang say? should have a fantasy show on this network.
18: I mean he's the one that wins all every week. Yeah I'm the,
1: I'm
18: not in third place I'm the second leading like um I'm second in total points. So who are you ahead of? No, they don't of. talk about that. Like who are you ahead of? Um, I'm ahead of everybody except the BFS and George Curtin. That's only because... Uh, no, name names. I want to know who Kurtz you're ahead Baker, of, though. Like,
1: like, name names in the in the league here, just so we know. Who you're better than.
18: Oh, man, I, I'm ahead of uh, Dane. I'm ahead of Davis Matic. I'm ahead of Jensen. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're and, ahead of uh, Davis Matic? <laughs> yeah, Davis Matic is, like, in the bottom of the... Probably like, shouldn't bring this up. Isn't he our, like, top guy now?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, like yeah,
18: I said, he, he's supposed right, to be but... Yeah, he's yeah, he still got a lot of ways to, he's got a lot to of catch ways. up to me over there at the top. You know, <laughs> who yeah. else? Who uh, else are you ahead of? I'm him. actually playing Jim Day. This oh, you had a Jim so Day too. I've had him so yeah, I'm playing Jim Day this week and um, he's gonna go down. See, and I don't want to sound pretentious down, here, please. Joe,
1: but I guarantee you, if we have a handicapping competition, Yang doesn't beat me, and I don't say that as disrespectful.
2: No, but that's the exactly <laughs> you're correct. Yes, <laughs> I'm not all? saying
1: disrespectful.
2: I think Kurtz is 4-1, too, isn't he? is Kurtz up there?
1: Yeah, Kurtz lives for yeah, this Kurtz stuff. That's four all he does, 24 hours a day. <laughs>
18: yeah, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I got more total points than George Kurtz, but uh, oh. he's leading in the same games as far as wins and losses. Yeah, yeah mm. I see. So basically, what you're saying
1: is you're the most knowledgeable fantasy guy at the network here, with the exception of the BFF. So you're saying Stample and Sussman got you still.
18: Yeah, they still got me, but they they only lead me by like uh, standings. They're four and one, and they only got they lead the pack by like five points. They got me by five points. Uh,
1: they're Ooh. probably cheating in one way or the other too. I mean, let's be real. There's probably yeah. some something you know, you know, they're they, probably they, getting they job something over there. Yeah, yeah getting job like <laughs> you know, Sussman's like management here and like you <laughs> know, they're, they're tweaking with things. Yeah, and you know how it works.
18: Yeah, nah, it, it, it's all good, <laughs> but you know they they, they 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 have to acknowledge that crown me now is going to be the champion in this league. Ooh, All right. That's the name of my team. Crown me now. You already took now. down Martins. now.
1: I like the confidence. Crown my yep. ass. You should be crown my ass now.
18: Yep.
2: yep. You want to yeah. crown your ass? I crown your
18: ass. Do that? Crown his ass. Hey, but right. you know what? I, like, I, I went to the foot, uh, baseball with the same confidence, and I lost my crown, baby. But I'm looking to regain it back this, this, with this football thing.
1: <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> We probably shouldn't be exposing everybody. This is a bad yeah, call, Yang. Yeah.
18: <laughs> <laughs> You're just ripping <laughs> nah, but Chris uh, right Venture, though. man, like I, I'm in a league actually. Get your, get your optimizer
1: now. together, you know, Yang. We might need you, brother.
18: Hey, that's what I've been using too, buddy. I've shady shady Brady in the chat stuff says, says stuff, sounds man, like Davis Maddox
1: is doing it wrong. He needs the <laughs> optimizer. <laughs>
18: Yeah, he needs to optimize. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, you know, I mean, like, uh, fantasy football changes a lot each week, and you just got to be on top of it, man. Like, you know, hey, let's... um, you know, players get hurt during the games, and, like, you know, you got to, you know, just manage your team well. This, this,
1: this, that way. Hey, listen, Yang works at CBS, too. He's around some brilliant football minds. Some brilliant football minds. I'd be, be trying to tell them. I...
18: They don't want to hear me, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, exact. I... Boomer Esiason and Bill Cowher. All right, yeah, yeah, we'll speak to you at 5. Uh, enjoy the spoils, Yang.
18: Yes. All right, buddy, you got it. All right, All
2: right.
1: There,
18: there's Yang.
2: It, it also happens to help when he has Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper as his uh, wide receiver and quarterback combo. And with but Deshaun he, had five touchdowns, and Amari had, what, 250 yards He drafted receiving? those guys, though. Yeah, good days. That was a good day. It's like yeah, when I hear people
1: good. say, oh, yeah, uh, James Franklin's only a good coach because he had Saquon Barkley. Wow, he recruited him. He's, he got him there. <laughs> and he kept him. That's yeah. exactly it. Technically, he? yeah. I mean, he could say Bill Belcher, you know, and whatever. It is what it is. All right. yeah. All right. We don't have a ton of time here, so let's go fast. Bob. Oh, Bobby. What's up, Bob? Hey, Gabe. Hey, Joe. How you guys doing? How you doing today, Bob? Bobby. You working now today? going to win that
14: fantasy football league. Who, Yang? going to take out Frank Sampling Sussman.
1: Oh, you want to he's see him beat, beat Frank, Steph the BFFs? <laughs> Love that. Gonna,
14: he's going to beat them like, oh, wow. He's going to at least beat them by like 100 points. <laughs> nice.
2: That's what I say. Kind of what the Giants are going to do I to New England. Yang's
1: right? a team for the people. You see how people are gravitating towards like uh, Team Yang.
14: Yeah, I man. like Yang. He's good. I like Sean. I said, like you. Yang's kind of cocky, like isn't Joe.
1: he? Yeah. name my team to crown me now.
14: <laughs> yeah, but I like Yang. He's a good boy. He's yep. a good guy. Yep. And I like Chris Adventure.
1: Adventure's I'll say a good hi guy. To yeah, him. Yeah, good guy. All right. How about Bavona now? I have been no? him forever. Who's a bad guy? Oh, yeah. Someone's got to be a bad Do guy. Can you take
14: the points on the... Do you take Bowling Green
1: Saturday? Uh, no, I did not. I did not end up betting on I game. could not believe I could not believe Notre Dame
14: covered that point spread. Fifty three points they scored.
1: I ended up standing What away. was that guy
14: the Italian man I talked to the other day?
1: The Italian man? I don't know. Every second guy in this network's Italian.
14: yeah, remember so. he called in and I was talking to him? Carmine he, he said they were covered the point spread.
1: Um yeah, the I don't guy know. The Italian phone. guy, there's a lot of Italian guys, Bob. What about the Giants, Bob? Are oh, the, the Giants going to cover guys, 16 and a half?
14: Yeah, he said he, they go. I said I don't think they're going to cover 45. He says, no, no, don't worry. They're going to do it. All right, Bob. He was right.
1: Okay.
2: Talking
14: about who? Joe Lisi? And I'm happy that the Yankees won yesterday. They swept the Twins. Are you working today, Bob? The Dodgers tonight, Bob? are going to lose tonight. The Dodgers? Yes, am working tonight.
1: They're playing tomorrow.
14: Dodgers are going to lose tonight.
2: They're playing tomorrow. They're not on tonight. Whenever, yeah,
14: whenever they play.
2: They're not on tonight, Bob. On.
14: And uh, uh, um, the Braves are going to beat the Cardinals.
1: Okay. Okay. And How about Tampa the game Bay? today? I told you. But, I think yeah, Tampa Bay will Houston. They're, they're not playing either.
14: Astros,
2: Bob. Astros. It's camp, Astros I'm and Whenever they play, I'm saying. No, but who wins today? The Rays Astros. are
14: going to beat Houston. All right. Um, so, listen, Bob. You have about 10 seconds.
1: I've and, asked you 10 times.
14: Braves are going to beat the Cardinals.
1: Are you working today, Bob? It. Yes, I said that before. No, you didn't. Ago. All right, no, you didn't. I said yes. So what's, what's the soup? What's for lunch yes. for lunch, Bob? Uh, it's turkey day. All right. Turkey. Something, jive turkey. Uh, yeah. that, jive yeah. turkey. In honor of you. Jive turkey. All right. The Rays are gonna go. They're gonna go down today. I'm gonna lay a run and a half, Joe. Uh, I'm. I'm hoping.
2: I'm rooting for the Rays, but I'm going run and a half on.
16: At 28,
5: I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day, I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. Car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 800 439
13: 7851,
5: 800 439
13: 7851, 800 439
19: 7851, 800 439 7851. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That is how it
16: works. You know, we're going to do uh, 23 shows in 22 cities that will period to 27 days and, uh, we started off in Jersey. And, uh, yeah, very much like the show that you see, you know, Celebrity Family Feud or Family Feud. It's very much like that. And like uh, going choose people from the audience to participate. And uh, Polly and I are captains of a separate team. So we'll be playing against each other, which will be good, because we uh, we don't have a lot of partners for
10: each other. will really be
16: perfect. Who's yeah. smarter?
1: Like, who's the better player? Like, if you guys were – if I was going to bet, because, listen, we're degenerate gamblers here – if me and Joe were going to bet on this, Team Polly or Team Chris, who should I be betting on, Polly?
7: Well, obviously obviously Team Chris. Wow, that's nice of you. Yeah, and then I go in and I Tanya Hardy him with the two-by-four right to the legs. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And I'll be wearing,
16: uh, which is the outfit I'll be wearing on Halloween, because <laughs> we'll be uh, doing that game. I'll be wearing a Tanya Hardy outfit.
7: Well, yeah.
16: An ice skater outfit, so that'll be a lot of fun.
7: Um, I just think that they were doing the show with Alonzo Bowden for a while and they really liked it, but they wanted to flare it up a little. So I guess the producers were interested in having Chris and I kind of be on the stage and mess around. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Chris and I are comics and, and, uh, there's going to be tons of people in the audience and tons of people on stage and they want to kind of utilize us to, to just kind of create a good time. Everyone gets to win money or not everyone, but people get to win money at the end. You can win up to five thousand dollars. So it's it's kinda of like it's a, a circus. I call it like a traveling circus and with, you know, people having a good time and uh I don't know. Alonzo's gonna he's like the he's like the uh the person in charge to keep the party keep the party oh. moving. But who knows? I mean, we might go in the audience. I don't know what's gonna happen between me and Chris, you know. <laughs>
0: Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update.
12: The New York Yankees are the first team through to the championship series in either league as they beat the Minnesota Twins 5-1 to on Monday night to sweep Minnesota out.
4: Radio News with Chris Barnes.
3: The White House
18: blocking the ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sundland, from giving testimony to House Democrats behind closed doors today as part of the